For someone who travels weekly, hotels, they get boring pretty quick. They're lonely, crowded, you know, just, I want to find something more fun. So on tour, we started seeing a lot in Airbnbs. Uh, you know, I did my special taping in Phoenix uh, in 2021, and we had a Airbnb then, and it was just so much fun. I mean, it's honestly a lot cheaper, too, is what's crazy. Um uh, just so much more space. They have full homes. I mean, it's, you can, you know, easy to cook stuff, easy to, you just feel like you're at home. Uh, did you know you could also be my next Airbnb host? And uh, I mean, in fact, my tour manager, Travis, recently started hosting his place on Airbnb. Uh, he says it's a great way to make extra money while we are on the road this summer, uh, since his home would be just sitting empty. It's a great idea to host while you're away if you have some upcoming travel plans this summer. Uh, your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Hey, uh, uh, I want to say, like, this last week uh, when we recorded the podcast, it was right when the Nashville shooting stuff happened, and it was uh, we didn't really know what was going on at first when we recorded, so we didn't get to say anything. But obviously our hearts are, uh, I mean, just broken by what happened uh it's just you know it it was i don't think it was we had anybody very close in that school but it's like nashville is such a small city that you know we you have a friend of a friend of a teacher or of a you know one of the kids or like uh they're in the school and so it's it's obviously hit extremely close to home and uh yeah it was uh just just brutal and uh just praying super hard for those families i can't imagine uh going through what they're having to go through uh so uh you know just continue prayers for uh everybody at the covenant school and uh yeah we love you Hello, folks, and hey, Bear. Welcome to the Nate Land Podcast. Uh, today's episode of the Nate Land Podcast is brought to you by ZocDoc, Athletic Greens, Rocket Money, and Express VPN. All right. Hello, folks. Hey, Bear. Uh, I'm Nate Bargetti with Brian Bates, Aaron Weber, uh, the old Dusty Slate. All right. Yeah, he's back. Yeah. He's back. Yeah, welcome back. You yeah. weren't here last week. I don't think week, I was were... gone. No, you were here last, last week. week. Yeah, yeah. No. <laughs> I mean, I'm back though. I mean, I am back. <laughs> uh, well, we're glad to have you back. Well, I'm happy to be here. <laughs> yeah, it feels good. There you go. Yeah, I'm pumped. It's all we can ask. Yeah. Uh, we had a. Uh, yeah, I'm excited to be back. We did. Uh, I got a week. Uh, you know, somewhat week off. This week I do have a week off this week, so uh, yeah, it's nice. And then then uh, our old Bridgestone show. Yeah, those shows you did this past weekend looked unbelievable. Yeah, those this, photos. Look at yeah. that. Yeah, uh, it's nuts, dude. That was the Pittsburgh Premium. That was Raleigh, I believe. Wow. Uh, trying to see, uh, and I was in uh, Youngstown and Charleston, West Virginia. Uh, it was, yeah, this weekend was, uh, you know, I put, I posted about it, like saying it was the first big boy weekend, but it's the, I mean, it was like, it was all arenas and, and two of the arenas 
it's the most shows I've ever, most people I've ever performed in front of. Uh, and it was like between eight and nine, almost 10,000 people. <laughs> uh, so crazy. Yeah, they're, 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 they were, it was surreal. Is that surreal? Surreal. Surreal. <laughs> That's how he said it was so real. Yeah, yeah. surreal. 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 Mm-hmm. You're not supposed to stop in the uh, after this. Surreal. Surreal. It's one word. Oh, yeah. surreal. Yeah. That's better. You can just say wild. Like yeah. a real yeah. that you really respect. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Surreal. Surreal. Uh, yeah, it was uh, beyond. I mean, it's unreal. It. I don't even know. <laughs> it's. <laughs> could have just got to that. Yeah, no, I could have said that. It. You know, it doing the shows, uh, it was something – yeah, I don't. I mean, it was. Uh, it's crazy. It's it's absolutely insane. When we go there, and I mean, it's so many people, dude. And you honestly, when you're up there, I can tell you, you feel you're like I don't. Can I entertain this many people? I don't know if I'm. You know, you have that moment of like I don't. A, you have a moment. You definitely, you know, I've talked about it before in here. You always have an imposter feeling, like who they're here to see. Mm-hmm. Well, you have it the most in I that. With that many people, you're like, I don't know what's going on. Like, because you, you just can't imagine that anybody would, this many people. It is wild. You know, the first time I saw you live was at a uh, a bar. What is it called? It was that real smoky bar over there. Spankies? But, Spankies. No, not Spankies. It was at the r- roof was caving in. They had the- um, Spring water? Spring water. Yeah. yeah. That's the first time I ever saw you live. So it's, yeah. I know you were already doing better than that, but yeah. it is funny to see you there and then now see you at this. Yeah. You're saying this is a different type of show than the <laughs> Springwater Supper Club and Lounge in downtown Nashville? Yeah. yeah, a bit, a little bit. A few less people, but yeah. it's, yeah, it's- uh, More people in the front row here than at Springboard. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah, it, go, it went all the way back and, uh, you know, I would love to do some of these arenas like Nashville we're doing in the round. Like if you, you can get to the world of these arenas, uh, I'd love to do a lot of them, some of the round. I mean, dude, people are at the top. It's, it's just insane. It's absolutely insane. And when you walk out and everybody's so nice and they're so great. And, you know, I was saying, I said it this way. I was like, I don't think I could ever pay back everybody that came to these shows. They, that's how much they mean to us. Uh, to me, you know, my dad's with me. Like, I love my dad being with me because we, we, as a family, we've all, we obviously know how great he is and how funny he is. And so for, for us, for people to get to see that, we get, you know, now I get to show them off to this many people and they're all blown away by it. And uh, yeah, I was curious, your dad is, I mean, he's so great at close up magic. So I was wondering how a giant arena that would translate, but I've gotten so many emails from people just saying yeah. he stole the show. Yeah. I saw some yeah. great comments about your dad too. Yeah. yeah. Well, they have the cameras, they have the screen. And so it, I mean, it actually helps. It's even easier than uh-huh. the theater. Cause you can't really see it at theater, but you at least have the option of a screen here. Uh-huh. And, you know, I think it's a lot about like, you know, these are such big things. I know people, you always watch the screens and stuff, but it's about just being together with people. Like it's, you know, uh, someone, I thought someone said, said like people are just nice in the parking lot. Like, uh, oh, I had someone, a friend text me, uh, Scott, and he had his family like in, in uh, Youngstown. And so Youngstown is right next to East Palestine where they've had that mm-hmm. train oh, yeah. derailment and all the water and all this crazy stuff. And so they've just gone through a lot, and he was, and he just said something about. It. He's like, "Man, it's like my, I had a bunch of people get that show, and they said that everybody was nice in the parking lot afterwards. Everybody's just pleasant, like, and you know they've been through a lot, so it's like they just need 
they just want to have fun. That's what's insane. That there's this me. It's crazy to me. There's so many people that just are like, "Yo, dude, I just don't want. I just want to have a good time." Yeah. yeah. I just like. Can we have something that's a good time? That's how little you see is like entertainment. To be, you're, they're not. No one's giving that. It's crazy. Like, like, how are they not thinking about that? Just be fun. Just be fun. Get over yourself and be fun. That's -hmm. what you should do. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I've had, I mean, people have said that to me at comedy clubs. They say it's like people that work at clubs will say, it's just so nice to see someone that's just like telling stories and being funny and not like telling us something. Right. Yeah. You know, I feel like so much is people just, I got to, they're just telling you something. You can't think that you're smarter than all those people. Yeah. That yes. It's just impossible. You just can't. You're like, you're talking to a lot of people. Mm. Yeah. There's, uh-huh. You have to, I have to be in the low bottom half of intelligence. <laughs> in the, if they got us all together and rounded us up, I'm not going to be near the top. Which means there's four to 4,500 people there. <laughs> yeah. That are smarter than you. Oh, maybe more than that. Even at the halfway mark. Yeah. And nobody <clears throat> comes going, I hope I learned something yeah. during this. It would be funny <laughs> if they did. They rounded them up by intelligence. And then they're like, why were y'all here? And they're like, well, you, you're not going to see him from right here. But way, way, way yeah. in the back, there's a guy. And he's he was pretty funny. Yeah. He was back yeah. there going, man, he's this is surreal. He go, man, this is <laughs> <laughs> Surreal. <laughs> We're just chanting, sir, real, sir, Sir, real, sir. Can you believe they rounded us up by intelligence? (laughs) Uh, So it's, yeah, it was, you know, I mean, it's, you try to make it as good as, show as good as you can for that many people. And, uh, you know, we have the Nashville one coming up, which is going to be more than that. And uh, it's, you know, man, when you, yeah, they just are, people are awesome. It's just an awesome group of people. And yeah, I think everybody goes, has a great time and mm-hmm. uh, people are nice to each other and it's a, just a nice, you know, that's what we're doing. Get Mike Vicky on special and go check that out. Been great comments on that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. People have loved that. That's, that's, it's what we're doing. We're doing Greg Warren special be coming out in April, then Joe Zimmerman special. We got another thing we're planning on shooting with comedy, you know, introducing a lot of people to comedy. There's a lot <clears> of kids <throat> that come. I had to go over, oh, there's a very funny, uh, so there was a kid. If I see kids, I'll try to, uh, if we can. I mean, some, it gets hard and it gets crazy. But if, if I see a kid, I'll try to, like, uh, come up uh, and say hello. You know, talk to the kid. I always want to talk to the kid. Like, sometimes the kid might come up to the front of the stage when I'm done and say goodnight. Hopefully I can see. If I ever don't come up to you, it's, I, I can't. It's a lot of times, sometimes the spotlight's in your eyes, and I, I mean, I can't even see if someone walks up to the front. I try at the end to make it where I can see, because you want to just, you know, see some people. And uh, so when a kid comes up, I'll uh, say something to the kid, because you're a lot of these kids' first shows. Yeah. And, uh, and then there's this one kid. So right when I got up, he saw me before the show, and then uh, I was like, I waved at him, and I saw him after, and I waved, and I went over just to meet him real fast. But then he realized, like, well, that was then a lot of people came over. And I took a picture with a lot of people. But it was, like, it was going to be kind of impossible. I'm just, like, standing in a corner, and people were trying to get out, too. So it was, like, we had to kind of – after a minute, it was, like, all right, we kind of got to go. And 
so Graham's behind me, and it was very funny. Graham texted me very sweetly. Dustin Chaffin, Graham's with me too. Everybody destroyed. Everybody, Dustin's got a dry bar comedy out. Uh, if you watch dry bar, he just put a dry bar out. Uh, so go check that out. That's it's been doing good. Uh, but uh, you know, if you're if you're able to support this world and the comics we have in this world, it's just it it just helps us bring more people to this world and more content and stuff for you to watch uh but graham uh this one lady came over and just was you know so sweet and she went through cancer and she was saying that how they listened to my stuff when the they you know they when she was going through it and her family and it meant a lot it was very very sweet and we took a picture and uh i got it was very nice to get to meet her and uh but right when i do it so graham does not hear that but it's becoming like a we've it's already become kind of a problem me staying in there that lady's starting to cry a little bit and then graham just over the back of it he go he just he just i'm backing away from the microphone he just goes he's gotta go folks because <laughs> 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 he was like trying to get <laughs> so all weekend that's all we did yeah. was just he's gotta go folks this lady's like i have, I have cancer it's just i'm going through so hey lady he's gotta go wrap it up wrap it up <laughs> and you're like <laughs> he didn't know that was happening yeah yeah uh so it was funny, dude. Graham didn't realize what he was getting into this weekend. Like, you know, because I, when I bring openers, we go through it and uh, we kind of decide, you know, you kind of pick where everybody's going to go and what we're going to do and, you know, try to get people. Mike is from Youngstown. He couldn't, he had a show this this past weekend, so he couldn't be in Youngstown. But you try to get people if they're from there, like, you know, you want. And uh, so Graham was just on this one, and then uh, he didn't. He he did. It's so funny. He's like, I don't think he just realized what he was getting, what it, what this weekend was. Yeah. And so then we just show up, and he's like, it's where you know he's a from Canada, so giant hockey fan. Yeah. And we're just at where the hurricane, the Canes play, uh-huh. and then we go to where the Penguins play, and he you know, and he's in front of you know almost ten thousand people. Right. And he's just like. Yeah, I wasn't. I, I don't know if I was like I, his head wasn't wrapped around what he was. How doing. how many people are at these places? Audience uh, members. It was around eight nine thousand at the Raleigh, and then close to ten thousand. So he probably wasn't even expecting that too, right? Nine thousand people. Not in a show. No. Yeah. I mean, no, because a lot of times we're doing two. You know, you're doing anywhere from two thousand, eighteen hundred, two thousand, depends on the venue, and to you can do this. Yeah. So it's like, and it's a mix. Like I, I coming up is like, we have some big, we have uh, like Bridgestone. Then after that, like there's a mix of like, I'm going to go some other places that are smaller and we've added shows and uh, whether like 2000. And I think every, we've all kind of done those, but I've done some, the Youngstown and the uh, Char- uh, Charleston, West Virginia, those two uh, that we did are like kind of hockey arenas. They're like, so uh, I've done a few more of those. You do a lot of probably hockey arenas because it's usually around four or five thousand people, and like uh, so. I think there's a lot of hockey arenas, and hockey arenas are you know nice. They're a nice size, and uh, I mean it was insane to go to the hockey arenas after this. Yeah. After you go to the Penguins, and you go, you know, what you were saying where you're like, you're just out there, like, oh, this is a little bit of a sh- little show we got tonight. <laughs> just joking, but it was, uh-huh. it's just such a different, it's uh, just a, such a different kind of thing. I was with you at the Pittsburgh Improv not too many years ago, mm-hmm. and we met up with Impractical Jokers afterwards, and they yeah. had just done a show there, and we went in there and looked at that arena, yeah, and we were like, 
this is unbelievable yeah. how big it is. And now you're filling it yeah. up. Well, I think I remember you that night you said you're never make it here. <laughs> I think I did. I think, yeah. I think that's what this is. This is Brian you don't see. He goes, he goes, take a look because it's the last time you're ever be in this place. <laughs> and I go, what if I bought a ticket? He goes, you ain't going to be able to afford a ticket. Yeah. And I was like, golly, Brian. I'm brutal on the road. Yeah, just brutal. <laughs> yeah. That's why I call him a cow because I'm just trying to – because he's a bully. Because he's a bully. bully. I remember one night – I hope I hope you don't mind me telling this. Mm. We were – this is back when you were still drinking, but we were <laughs> – you're looking at me like, oh, boy, where's this going? Yeah. But after the show was over I – mean, you never were a crazy drinker, yeah. but you said yourself <laughs> that it allows you to do so much more and do so many more things. And you said we were driving by where the Indianapolis – Pacers, Indiana mm-hmm. Pacers play in Indianapolis. You said, you think I'll ever do an arena like that someday? And I was like, I don't know, maybe. And you said something like, I just got to get, I got to get, uh, it, make, it makes it sound like you had a problem, which you didn't. Yeah. But you said something uh, like, whatever, get that under control. Yeah, yeah. And, and then you did right after that. That yeah. was, I don't know, yeah. how many years ago was that? Uh, that you've been, hadn't had a drink. It's nine, been, 2019. February, maybe. So four years? Yeah. Something like that. And now here you are yeah. doing arenas. No, that was it. It was a problem in the fact that it affects your life. Like it was, you know, it's, I never was hiding alcohol. There's like, there's different, that's the thing, like someone quitting drinking, there's different. I heard Rob Lowe, I heard an interview with him and he talked about it. There's different levels of it. So you, some people will think, well, I don't have a problem because I'm. they look at a problem as, someone that is hiding liquor, drinking in the morning or all this kind of stuff. Right. That's what you tend to think. And then, but your problem could be, uh, I just like, when it's time to drink, I I just go a little too, I go too far. Right. And I don't know how to turn it off when I need to. The same problem I have with food. Like I can kind of be, I'm having the same issues with food. I can be okay. But then you hit a point of just starving, and then you just and then it just goes bah, 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 and then you eat a hundred things that are bad. They say like certain people's blood have like an allergic reaction to alcohol, and mm. when they drink it, like it just and that's what happens to me. Like two beers, and I'm like, you know, people go, let's go have a couple of beers, and then I'm out the rest of the night. Yeah, because I'm like, oh yeah, two beers gets me ready to go. I think we were the I mean, same way. It was yeah. just, it was just, it was that kind of, it was that. I'm like, I'm almost drunk. Let's yeah. do shots, you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Let's get into this. Yeah, I got to be home soon. Let's get yeah. it. Let's get going. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I was never a big shot guy, but it was. Uh, yeah, that was that was yeah. It would it would be fun. yeah. That was not it's not a bad thing. So it was uh, you I'm know like, we're having a good I, time. Let's do some shots. Then the anger comes. Yeah. And then you're like, we flipped a switch. Yeah. I'm blacking out. Yeah. Let's get some food. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Try to come back to reality here. <laughs> took a turn. Uh, yeah. yeah. Why and am then, I bleeding? Yeah. You yeah. <laughs> <laughs> light a cigarette off uh, the house that you burned down. Yeah. <laughs> and then you sit there and go. You gotta get it together. <laughs> yeah, it's it's it, it it's it gets in your way, and uh, I can look at food exactly like that. I don't know if I have. I am down. I've but lost I've, weight. But I'm trying to spin it positive. You did overcome it, and now you yeah. are selling out arenas. Yeah, yeah. And then uh, yes, and then uh, I might be going to that place. Mm. I don't know, uh, but it's yeah. I should have saved that story for then. Yeah. Well, we'll <laughs> see. I don't. I can't remember. Uh, but it's, yeah, it's a positive. Yeah, it's a good thing. I mean, it, even then, that's that's the other part. When you, when you know, I don't want to be doing this. I shouldn't be doing this. It's keeping me back. 
And then, you know, that's another part where you do realize you have the, once you start, you know, they always tell me, people, no one's going to quit until you want to quit. Mm-hmm. You got to want to quit. You got to You got to know this is not, I can't, I don't like this. But you just are still like, all right, you don't, you almost like don't know what to do. Yeah. And then you're able to stop it. Like, yeah, because you never drink. Like you, you mean you would barely drink. Yeah, and I could have one and be done, or yeah. two, or whatever. Yeah, and three, four. You know? <laughs> <laughs> I had a problem yeah. actually. Yeah. Now think about it. Yeah, I could always stop, but I was like, "Look, I'm gonna do ten tonight." So I went out and I did ten, but I stopped at yeah, ten. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Why yeah. should I stop? You have no control. I wasn't I trying mean, to you do have all the control. I wasn't trying to do arenas. So yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> live it up. I still drink every night. No, yeah. I'm joking. Uh, yeah, foods like that too. Yeah, food's going to become. Well, this week I did good. I've been at eighteen hundred. I'm at eighteen hundred calories. Going back at it. Going to get down. Going C- to get down. Cigars mm. are like that for me too. Like nicotine is really like that. Like I went like I don't know almost a year without a cigar, and then I was working with Aaron, and that we were in that West Nyack, and I think I had my first one in like a year, and then I had probably five that weekend. I'm like, mm-hmm. it really opened up. I'm yeah. Like, oh, that was good. Yeah, we'd sit outside the hotel till like three in the morning. Yeah, just talking nonsense. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's the time for it. Yeah. Well, it's like you could do that on the podcast. Yeah, it's talking. Maybe yeah, maybe talk I'll talk more. Um, <laughs> get a cigar. Maybe you have a good time. In yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, cigar it does change a social environment. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, you know, you're committed to talking. That's a big yeah. part of it. Yeah. There's not a. You gotta go. Are you trying to get at it? I mean, you're yeah, both. This is, yeah. this is a 45-minute commitment yeah. I just made. Not when I smoke cigars with Destiny. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. Brian takes off early. Yeah. <laughs> it's earlier than normal. He's like, I got to get out of here. I can't get this if thing I lit. If I can walk. Yeah. I'm going to go back to my room and throw up. <laughs> uh, where uh, were y'all at? I was at the Grand Ole Opry Saturday night. Mm-hmm. Great. I mean, every time I'm there, I'm just it's such an honor to be there. Everyone's so nice. And I mean that's four thousand something people, so it's just amazing. Don't try to top me, dude. Yeah. <laughs> and hundreds of thousands on the radio too, dude. Yeah, yeah. so that's- don't top me. <laughs> guess. Yeah, you're right. You're yeah, doing. Dude. A, I was doing an open mic. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You weren't even broadcast. Yeah. yeah. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Mine was private. Yeah. You go. But everybody that, can do a private show. <laughs> a secret show over here. Uh, so they did Grand Ole Opry Saturday night. That was great. And then last night I was at Sunday night. I was at Stand Up Live in Huntsville, headlining there. A lot of folks oh, came great. out. Yeah, oh, that's dope. awesome. A lot of folks came, met a lot of folks, and it was yeah. great. That's awesome, man. I was in Syracuse, New York at the Syracuse Funny Bone. <clears throat> All right. Good shows. Two. It was supposed to be three. They said, hey, we, we'd rather do two good ones. <laughs> and that's fine with me. They were two good shows. But I had a, a major victory. I mean, Three out of four flights this weekend, nobody in the middle seat. Wow. Three That's out of awesome. four. Oh. We ended on one with somebody in the middle seat. It would have been nice to end on it. Was that empty. a layover? Yeah, it was with a layover. Where at was the layover? Baltimore. Oh, so pretty. It was pretty packed. Baltimore yeah. coming back to Nashville. And then long. It wasn't like an Atlanta to Nashville. No, 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 no. Yeah. But it was a two-hour flight. Yeah. Three out of four with an empty middle seat yeah. is like, I mean, I might never get another one in my life. Yeah. You know? Southwest? Southwest. Oh, yeah. yeah. You get uh, the exit row or anything? No. No. That's strategic. Exit row, it's always going to be full. Yeah. If you're choosing middle seats, people are going to pick the exit row first. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I always go typically right in front of the exit row in a regular row, yeah. and that way the middle seat will not get taken that you often. You take the window? I take the window. Yeah. So you'd rather more distance wide than long. <laughs> totally. Dude. Yeah. 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 
<laughs> I would take, I'd rather, yeah, I'd take a foot off a of leg room to get a foot to the left. Oh, you yeah. move it. If you could trade like inches yeah. between leg room and hip room. Yeah. You take, I'd take the hip room all day. Dude. It yeah. is nice to not touch arms or legs. Oh, yeah. Dude. Yeah. And I'm like, if it's a small person, I'm like in front of the person next to me too. Oh, yeah. If we're packed in there. So they're like behind me, you know. You yeah. like to do that? I like to get in behind. No, I don't like to do it. It's just how oh, okay. it's just how my body works okay. at this point. I like to wedge in behind. You get behind them? Yeah. Uh, I don't have the luxury of that, yeah, so I, I'm like kind of do. in front. Anyway. I would get. Uh, no, I just stay in my seat. <laughs> <laughs> I just stay in my seat. I don't know what are you gonna get behind them. I like to get a little bit of the armrest behind, you know, so that way it's just more comfortable. Yeah. I so like they to, so they can get the front of the armrest. Yeah. Okay. I prefer the back of the armrest. Yeah, I'd prefer it's their the back call, too. Though, don't you think they do? Yeah, I do think so, but it just depends on the person. Sometimes I'm like, I'm gonna go ahead and just do it. You think you can bully the person yeah. because it could be a nice old lady that's not gonna fight. <laughs> right. You. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'll, I'll already, lay on her shoulder. And she's probably got her hands on her purse anyway. <laughs> yeah. She's exactly. Like, this guy's gonna go through <laughs> yeah. my purse. Yeah. Yeah. In a second. I, I offer to watch the purse just so she'll do. You, hold do it. people think you're getting relocated a lot on a plane? <laughs> Well, I I get <laughs> from upgra- one city like going to Florida. They go, oh, it's happening. They're flying you to Florida. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I get upgraded a lot, and I think people think I'm not supposed to be there. One way ticket. I did have the Admirals Club. They gave me the Admirals Club for American Airlines as a as a perk, and it expired on April 1st, and I didn't realize it. So I got rejected going in. Very embarrassing. And you're like, ah, April Fool's, yeah, right? Yeah, I was like, but I was like, ah. I was like, nah, I knew it'd run out eventually. They're like, do you want to renew? I'm like, nah, I'll just go. I'll just go back out where I belong, you know? <laughs> and then yeah. there was a TSA agent out there who was like, hey, Dusty, and I thought he had seen some of my tweets or something. I thought I was in trouble, but uh, <laughs> ended up being a nice guy. He, yeah. he had been to my comedy in Dallas, Yeah, TSA agent. So oh, well. I'm, making some, I'm making some friends. Yeah, that's nice. Yeah. Yeah. Where were you at this weekend? Uh, comedy Works, Denver, mm. downtown. Oh, Hot club. Whoa. Yeah. Club. Five sold out shows. Wow. Hot Jeez. shows. A lot, of, a lot of podcast listeners. A lot of people wishing me Happy New Year in there. Oh, <laughs> really? I come to the stage, people are like, Happy New Year. <laughs> That's and, I, awesome. and I'd say Happy New Year. I was like, a lot of these people are not going to get that joke. Yeah, uh-huh. yeah. They don't know what's going on. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I had a, a lot of uh, hey bears and hello folks and. Yeah, it was nice. Mm-hmm. You met our uh, intern. Oh, yes. Yeah. Yes. Uh, it was very nice. She pulled a, uh, of course, everything Seinfeld related for us, but you know how on Seinfeld when uh, Kathy Griffin's character sends Jerry with some gift, uh-huh. and then even though she's about to say him herself, she emailed me on Friday and said, um, could you wish Nate a happy belated birthday for me? I'm like, sure. So I'm like, great. Now I got to add this to the list of things. <laughs> then she sends me a picture on Saturday with you guys at the show or whatever. And I, and I emailed her back and I said, why didn't you just tell him happy birthday yourself? And she's like, oh, I forgot. Yeah, I told him or something yeah, like that. Yeah, yeah, She told me. <laughs> yeah, it was very funny. Yeah, yeah, that's funny. How uh, often do you relay a hi to somebody? Somebody never. says, tell him I said hi. Uh, do you ever actually do that? <clears throat> I, I say I will a lot. I oh. think it's. I don't even think it's about that. I think it's just. It's yeah. just about like recognition yeah. that we know somebody yeah. mutual. Yeah. Because yeah. what? Because what else do you want out of that? But I do it a lot too. No. Tell him I said hi. Uh, I gotta have dinner with Sandler. Didn't we talk about that? Mm-hmm. That he said hi to uh, Henry Cho. 
Did you relay that to like, Henry? No. That's one worth relaying. No. <laughs> yeah. That's one I would want. Yeah. Yeah. That's worth that's relaying. Yeah. Henry. Henry might Henry, like that. Uh, Adam said hi. <laughs> yeah. uh, I meant to text him. And Henry actually just texted me. I, like It's like I did not mean to not text him, but it was like he said that, and then we were eating, and then it was late, and then I drove home, and then, you know, you just end up – I think about it every day. <laughs> If it's one that I know, <laughs> I do think about it every day. I go, yeah. I got to do that. Yeah. Yeah. And then I don't, but I, I won't not think about it. Mm -hmm. I got an email I've been thinking about for about a year that I'm like, I got to email this person back. Do you think it'll happen at some point or is it? Uh... Uh, I think I'll eventually email him back. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I did that. I had a guy that I went to high school with, but I wasn't really friends with him. Sent me an email just that he'd been watching my comedy. And I, and like, I didn't really know him that well. And he was like older than me. And I was like, it's still like, even though he's like, you know, now I'm like uh, the celebrity kind of thing. He's like emailing me and saying, Hey, I've been following you. And I'm, but I'm still like, I'm like, Oh, this was an upper class, but I still yeah. feel weird about mm -hmm. the email. And it took so long to email him back. And then I finally did. And then he never responded. And I thought, <laughs> I thought now I wish I had not sent it. Yeah. Now I'm back. I feel like I'm back in the lower position. Here. Right. He said hi to Foxworthy too. <laughs> to me. too really? Yeah. So I got to do, <laughs> you got a lot of work. I got a lot of good stuff going on. <laughs> You know, he might be able to reach out to some of these people too. You know? I, I I think he could, but I yeah. mean, it's like you know, they're they're not like connected. Yeah. You know, really. You're a lot of times. I feel like I'll be the connector of some, especially the older guys right. that like mm -hmm. are like in their real lives and career, like you know, whatever. And then as you're coming up, I'm still just meeting. You start to meet, you become friends with these people, and you yeah. kind of are you know loose friends, but you get to meet them yeah. and uh, hang out, and it's awesome. And so. You just end up being the younger one. You sometimes end up being the connector. Right. But you're not doing a good job of it. I'm point. not. Uh, <laughs> so I need to go. And, 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 and the audacity that I think how insane it would be that I wouldn't relay a message from Sandler to Foxworthy. And like, who do I think I am? Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. you, know, <laughs> you know who you could hook him up with? Who? ZocDoc. Oh, Ooh, <laughs> oh look at that. that. Was, oh, that was weak. Come on, Jeff Foxworthy. <laughs> we were probably... talking about anything medical. Well, Jeff and Henry, they're probably going to need a good doctor pretty they soon. Need, they need one. My dad said something funny this weekend because we were talking about – I was because we were just talking about when we get home. Uh, he's like Seinfeld's dad where he, he – they're like, just book him a late uh, – book a oh, late yeah, yeah. meeting. He goes, these old men get up at 5 <laughs> in the morning. They're, they're wiped by 5 p.m. Yeah. <laughs> so dad's like, doesn't tell me. We're getting home today on the bus. So I always get home. Like, I just, the way I look at it, I'll get home at like, I'm not a big get home at like six in the morning. I want to get home at like 11, 10, 30, 11. Like, I want to just get a full night's sleep. So when I get off the bus, I can, I'm my, my day here is usually we're doing a podcast. I'm like rested. Otherwise, you're going to sleep four hours and then get up and then try to sleep again. You'd be all messed up. Mm. Well, then dad doesn't tell me. The dad's like, I got a doctor's appointment tomorrow at 9 a.m. I'm like, dad, we're not, <laughs> we're in. You know, Youngstown, Ohio. I'm like, we're not getting home at 9 a.m. He's like, all right, I'll get mom to move it. And I was like, why don't you tell I was like, I, I told him that. I go, I want to get home at 11. I want to start my day and do my work day. And he said, well, my regular work day involves a doctor. <laughs> Pretty funny. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. Every, just a normal day for him. Oh, yeah. Thanks to ZocDoc, we can now find and book in-person or telemedicine appointments for medical or dental care. That is helpful for people that are on a are on the go, work different hours like we do. I need to get him ZocDoc. Yeah. Because then he could just do that. 
Uh, ZocDoc is the only free app that lets you find and book doctors who are patient-reviewed, take your insurance, are available when you need them, and treat almost every condition under the sun, even the ones caused by the sun. I added that. That's good. I added that. Uh, (laughs) When you find the right doctor, you can feel it on ZocDoc. Finding the doctor that is right for you is easy. The care you need is just a few taps away in the ZocDoc app. Millions of people use ZocDoc's free app to find and book a doctor in the neighborhood. Uh, Go to ZocDoc.com slash Nate and download the ZocDoc app for free. Then find and book a top-rated doctor today. Many are available within 24 hours. That is Z-O-C-D-O-C dot com slash Nate. Zoc dot dot. Let me see. Zoc doc dot com slash Bit of a tongue twister there. Yeah. Zoc doc. Just remember Zoc doc. (laughs) Zoc doc dot com (laughs) slash Nate. I think that's how doctor stuff is going to go. Like that. Not in person. Just yeah, it, it, it's going to be, you know, it's yeah, like it's just. I feel like it's a, you know, I don't know. I think doctors could just go that way. Yeah, just you're like, like just zoom with me, get me the pills. You know what I mean? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Exactly. And you know, I've always wanted to invent oh boy. some kind. Of, I mean, I don't, there's, I don't even know if this technology exists, but I would like to just let's say I hook up to you, Brian, so you just feel, even if it's for like. Five seconds. You just feel whatever I feel. Yeah. Mm. You ever think about that? Yeah. So then a doctor could diagnose you. Yeah, because then they know right away. Because it's really hard to describe what you got going on sometimes. Yeah. That poor doctor, though, he just like got to feel that yeah. all day. It's like John Coffey. Uh, yeah. You're green like, oh, Mile. Oh, gosh. Yeah. Actually, <laughs> yeah. actually, I got bad news for you, bud. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he just, he just, he goes, all right, go ahead. <laughs> get me out. All right, get Stop me out of here. Stop it. He goes, He's like booking you way out. Yeah. He's like, Phew. he goes, I need a second. <laughs> he comes back. He goes, I don't know what that was, but I can't do it again. Uh, I had no I, idea you were dealing with that. He was all Dead day long walking. Yeah, can you imagine being the doctor and having to feel yeah. everybody's pain? Yeah, it'd be crazy. That's a lot to throw. But on. I bet there'd be a lot more accurate diagnoses. Yeah, but you're throwing a lot on the doctor. Like you're going to have doctors then just be like, I mean, who's going to want to be like, I want to feel a spasm in my lower calf? <laughs> that doctor would be wanting to get you fixed. Yeah, for the follow up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That I mean, yeah, that's brutal. Yeah. That's a pretty tough thing to invent as saying something you want to invent. Most well, people want to invent like a, I don't know, like a spoon, like the spork. Yeah. yeah. Not people are inventing. You're trying to send a power over to another human. And you said, I don't know if this technology exists. I hope it doesn't right now. Yeah, but I bet it will at some point. They yeah. hook up to your nervous system. and yeah. just Because I've had stuff where I can't describe it. And then I feel like I'm an idiot the way I'm describing mm-hmm. it. And I'm not sure they understand what I mean. If I could just like zap your, your them with foot. it. The foot thing's a great example. Yeah. The gout. The gout. <laughs> the gout? Yeah. yeah the, remember the when gout. he went, he just yeah. uh, they couldn't figure out what. It was, was, like, it was on this podcast hurting. we diagnosed you with gout. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, you have his well, gout. It's like, you know, like I, I, you know, sometimes I burp all the time, right? Like I'm, I'm just got, so I saw this like gastro, inter, whatever they call them, like a gastro person. <laughs> yeah. Right. It was like supposed to be like Entrologist this. Yeah. It's or? supposed to be like, all right, this is finally it. I finally got the appointment I want. And the guy prescribed, he, he's told me to get gas X. 
I sat there and talked to him for a long time. He told me to get GasX, but he used whatever the ingredient on GasX is. Yeah. So it sounded like he was really recommending something great. Mm -hmm. And then I couldn't remember it. And I asked the front desk, I go, what's that he recommended? She goes, GasX. <laughs> and I'm like, okay, so this is this appointment has led you to an over-the-counter thing that i've tried <laughs> yeah um, essentially yeah, yeah yeah the appointment has led you to go there's a gas station right over here yes. they have a uh, two gas section i just buy. gave you real problems going on in my life and you recommended gas as if i'd never tried gas as i said simethicone yes he's like yeah get you some simethicone and i go oh okay well that mm. might help that yeah. does sound fancy yeah yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> that is funny gas gas x I never heard from that guy again. It's like, you did not fix the problem. Yeah. Did you go to that doctor and the office is gone? <laughs> yeah, I mean. <laughs> he moved. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, he was in a hospital. I don't know right, what they Betty, wrap it up. They're on to us. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Pack it up. Is he ginger ale? You're like, mm -hmm. what is this? And then I went to a, a like a, 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 whatever you call like a, a natural doctor kind of thing. People would say that they're like kooks, mm -hmm. you know. I went and saw them. They were like, the, the lady goes, oh, yeah, this is it. And then it fixed it. Now I don't have that problem. And like, so they're like, the, what was it? Well, she said it's like a hiated, hiated hernia <laughs> is what she says. If you have too many stomach problems, your stomach can actually lift in your chest cavity and cause the, the thing that won't thing that traps in gas that it won't close. So there's like a move you can do to where you like push it down. Oh. So I started doing this move all the time <laughs> and it like fixed the problem. Do you have to keep doing it every day? I haven't done it in a while. Okay. And uh, What's the move? You know, you lay on your body and you just kind of, you like really dig in there and you mm. push down. But it worked. Mm, Whereas, yeah. you know, she didn't go take some gas X. Here's some yeah. Tums. Get out of the office. Yeah. She moved, what's your what's your insurance? She moved your organs. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> she goes, you just need to rearrange those organs in there. <laughs> she had him do it. Yeah, yeah. you just, just got put together wrong. Yeah. Go hell and push. Yeah. Wow. So it's amazing. If you could be your ideal weight, but yes, no longer having any interest in food, but be healthy. But somehow there's technology where you never want to eat again. You'll stay your ideal weight. You'll be healthy, but you'll never enjoy food again. Would you do it? Yes. Do I still find joy in other things? Yeah. yeah just, just food. I still live a fulfilled life. I still have passions and dreams and aspirations. Yeah. You don't feel hungry. You feel just, you're super healthy. My younger brother's like that. He does not find enjoyment from food. He he eats these like just powders that are just meals called like smool or something like that. He That's how he eats. Mm. And he gets no joy from food. Hmm. And that's a great thing. I mean, I'm jealous of him. Yeah, yeah. He's at a he's at a good weight. Is this the I'd do it. Purdue grad. Yeah, this is my younger brother. Uh, mm -hmm. Yeah. See, I don't have any weight problems, so I would say no to that. But there's a lot of I yeah. Beg, I beg to differ. I mean, <laughs> I mean, no. I mean, like I like food, and yeah. I, I you yeah. Know, your my, stomach's too high, dude. What yeah, are you yeah. talking? Yeah, I'm not saying yeah. it always treats me right, but yeah. but yeah, I don't I don't really gain. Do you feel too full much faster because it just gets to it quicker? I guess so. I mean, I it just it just it just feels like it goes in there and then just doesn't digest, mm -hmm. and then I just burp it all out. Yeah, over time, and it's like. I've been on stage before. Like before, I go up, I go walk around and just burp a bunch, and then I get on stage, and I feel like just the whole time I'm up there, it's just building up inside <laughs> yeah. of me, where I can't wait to get off, so I can just burp again. You ever yeah. let it out on stage? Uh, only small ones, but it's, okay. it's off mic. Yeah, off mic. Okay, yeah, but it's uh, sometimes it's funny on mic. 
I don't. I, I don't, don't think do people uh, would think that mine. Are if fine. you need new material, yeah, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. You know, you burp a little bit, and well, I do. You talk gotta about stretch. It. Yeah. Do you talk about burping? Yeah, you're. You could have a good, a good timed burp, a well timed burp in your act. Could be I just good. don't think people would like my burps. They're not like a fun. Like you remember Revenge of the Nerds? You remember that movie? They had that character named Booger. He would burp, and that was fun, <laughs> right? Mine aren't like that. Mm. Mine are not fun. Mine are. Mine are like. Are you okay? Yours are medically concerned. Yeah, like medically my, induced. I had a guy featuring for me one weekend, and he goes. He had featured for me a bunch, but he goes, "If you die, I'll I'll be like, well, he was burping a lot because <laughs> it was pretty intense. Yeah, yeah, it gets it gets wild. There's <laughs> foods I have to avoid, you know, things that are hard to digest. A lot of breads, real hard to digest. Our bread's not good in the world out here. Yeah. Well, in the country, I don't know about the world. Yeah." Our bread's our bread's bad. You ever look at the ingredients on bread? It is. Yeah. There's a lot going on in there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't think we need all that. I was like, I thought it was grains. Yeah. No, yeah, it's, <laughs> it's semethicone in the bread, yeah. probably. Yeah, <coughs> whatever. Gasex. Uh, sponsored by Gasex. We're gonna get them. <laughs> all right, we'll read some comments from you guys. Uh, Dave Pierce. I'm a 61 year old blind man. I listen to the Bible instead of reading it. In Genesis 10.24, there is a name spelled E-B-E-R, Ebert, I guess. In English, it is pronounced Hay-Bear. Oh. All right. Hey, cool. I thought that was pretty cool. Also, being blind, I struggled to find things in common with my 27-year-old son. We can't go hunting, fishing, or even ride motorcycles together. Your podcast gives us something we can talk about. That's well, great. Love, right. That's what I love to hear. That's cool. Uh, Who do you think reads the Bible on audio, an audio book? I do it sometimes on a plane. Listen to it. No, who, what voice, what kind of voice is it? Oh, it's like an old school, like powerful kind of voice. Oh, yeah. okay. James Earl Jones type? Like that type. Does yeah. he do voices for the characters or is it all pretty straight? There is some where they'll do the New Testament where it'll be characters. Okay. And it'll be different people though. It won't be the one person. They, they kind of act it out. The British? It's like British gives it a little bit more authority. Yeah, British sounds official. Authenticity. Oh, totally. Yeah. yeah. That's not our Bible, though. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> the British Bible. <laughs> yeah, putting their own little stuff King in James, there. that's American. Yeah. I like a real, <laughs> I like a real Southern accent yeah. on the Bible. Yeah. 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 Uh, Taco Nacho. Nate, at 44, you should, be, you should be riding a bike, not running. Trust me, I'm two years your senior. Those knees and shins are shot. Mm. Good advice. Yeah, but what if you've not been running all this time? Your knees and That's shins true. might be pretty fresh. They might be fresh. They might be fresh. Mm-hmm. My, my wife's dad is in his 60s, and he runs miles every day. Wow. Mm. Miles. I don't know how many. Yeah, it's going to be like that. I, 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 I think I would like riding a bike. I just don't like riding on the road. Like you're on, you're always. I'm annoyed when there's bike riders, mm-hmm. and then I don't want to be that guy. Yeah, and I'm scared. Like you're going to get hit. Yeah, yeah. In the full Lance Armstrong outfit. Yeah, <laughs> in the what, lanes. Yeah, and I mean, you see some of those bodies out there riding those, wearing that tight stuff mm-hmm. on. Yeah. A couple dudes, you're like, good night, dude. Uh, you're like, I don't know, wear shorts <laughs> and a looser shirt. Like yeah. they. I don't know if that stuff does make you feel better, I guess, to wear the tight stuff, yeah. but you want to go, like some of them, you're like, it looks like a walrus riding. <laughs> like, there was a comic a I used seal. to know. Comic I used to know back in the day, he would say, they're like a human can of busted biscuits. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Yeah, look, he's <laughs> swallowing the bike. You're a, uh, Christy Pickens, can we get Dusty's dad on the podcast? He sounds like a character. Dusty, would you like to meet your dad? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if you can find him, I'd love to have him on here. Now, my dad is is a character, but he doesn't. Whenever I've tried to get him on on my podcast before, when uh, my dad is like, he doesn't really do the, a whole lot of technology stuff. So when you put a microphone in his face and set him in a room, it changes a bit. He's yeah. not. Mm-hmm. He's like, uh, he doesn't really. That's probably do it. Yeah, it's a good trait to have. I think. Yeah. What about when he met Jeff Foxworthy and Leanne Morgan? Uh, well, uh, he's very excited about it. I had a call with Jeff Foxworthy and Leanne Morgan, a Zoom. And then when we were about done, my dad was at my house. When we were about done, I texted my dad and told him to come into the room. And so he came in and talked to Jeff Foxworthy and Leanne Morgan. Very yeah. exciting. Yeah. yeah. He yeah. loved it. That's awesome. Yeah. We had- uh, You tell him Henry Joe said hi. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You should have said something. I should. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Why does Nate have to do everything? Yeah. Uh, we said- uh, uh, this weekend I had a funny uh, it was going to come off mean but it was, it was pretty funny because uh, Chase our assistant and then Dusty and the, like I mean like a lot of comics they have some usually a lot of them have some they don't their dads are not around or whatever and so we were all throwing football and I was throwing football with my dad at Riley and then I told them I was like y'all want to get on here so you can feel what it feels like <laughs> uh, <laughs> well you're Chase's dad yeah yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah 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 Chase is my assistant now so if you don't see him out there at merch that's where he's with me now oh okay I still never told him that we had told people to go say that yeah that's the longest we did pranks last week and we never even mentioned that one yeah yeah that's one so in Raleigh, uh, North Carolina, the day of, that I was there, uh, they I got it. It was declared it was uh, Nate Bargetsy Day. Whoa! Wow. Yeah. So it was a pretty big day. Uh, we have a video of it. I'm going to end up posting about it. Uh, but Sarah Crawford, uh, uh, she did have like y'all see y'all met her. Everybody's yeah, we met her yeah. in Raleigh. Yeah. So awesome, super nice, and uh, so she gave us pins. Uh, to give to y'all. And She's it, a state representative, right? Yes. Oh, North Carolina House yeah. of yeah. Representatives. Yeah. yeah. So she gave us all pins to, for you oh, to have. This is to right. commemorate Nate Bargetsy yeah. Day? Does this get us out of tickets yeah. and stuff? Uh, my, I mean, if you're part of Nate Bargetsy Day. Uh, <laughs> all right, if I get in some trouble in Raleigh, yeah. I'm pulling off this pin. She did tell me, Dusty, yours has a microphone in it. So, <laughs> uh, they're listening, Dusty. Yeah, they're listening. She goes, it's all working now. That's awesome. Yeah. Right. Yeah, very well, thank cool. Thank you. Really cool. Uh, all right. Uh, Ethan Runnels. On April 1st, 1974, the residents of Sitka, Sitka, Alaska, woke up to see the dormant volcano they lived by was spewing thick black smoke. Many people panicked and called the police, and eventually a Coast Guard helicopter was sent out to investigate. When the Coast Guard pilot approached the volcano, rather than seeing any lava, he found a huge burning pile of old tires. The words April Fools were spray-painted in the snow beside the tires in 50-foot letters. Wow. Wow. That's That's pretty funny. That's a big prank. Yeah. It's also, isn't that pretty bad for the air? 
Yeah, I think his email goes on to say this guy apparently did not care about the environment. Uh, he yeah. just wanted to play a prank. A guy who had access to that many spare tires. Yeah. Well, 1974, no one's caring about the environment. Yeah, that's true. I lit a tire on fire one time, early 2000s, yeah. and in the trailer park. And uh, <laughs> I mean, here we go. <laughs> I used to build fires all the time, right? And we had a, a couple old tires out there, and I just they always say don't burn a tire, but I didn't really know why. Yeah. So I wanted to see what the big deal was about. So I threw a tire on there and started burning it, and it is thick. I mean, yeah. I never seen anything like that. The fire department showed up. I mean, I didn't get in trouble, but people were just like they kind of were just shaking their head, like you can't do that. Yeah, yeah. just black smoke. Yeah, thick, just black thick. Smoke. Just a just. I mean, I never seen anything like it. I mean, I built yeah. fires all the time, and this was wild. We were kind of freaking out. Yeah. <laughs> and then, yeah, what we thought would happen happened. People showed up. Yeah. Your dad's a prankster. I bet April Fools. Did he do anything? Uh, on this one, our friend Everett, uh, his magic friend uh, Everett, that's him and his wife have been coming to my shows forever. Before I feel like I've met them. Yeah, they were my yelled about clown taping. I mean, mm-hmm. they've been coming and driving to stuff, and so you know, so it was it was very nice to get to see them, and they got to see one of these big shows, and uh, they're just the best. But uh, he told them he uh, got his car towed. And so on the April Fools, and then he had a security guy going with it. He goes, "Yeah." He goes, "I got the number of the thing. You got to call him, go down." And Everett's like, "Call Ted, come." <laughs> he goes, "What? Well, well, we parked because we said they could park by the bus and yeah. all this kind of stuff." And then so he did like that. Yeah, I know he did that one. And then uh, I think that was it. Yeah, mm-hmm. he might have tried to do something else. I don't know. He, he messed with your water once on stage. I remember. Yeah, what did he do? I think he just put his finger in it when he was oh, out there before yeah, you. Yeah, you didn't yeah. see it. And then later <laughs> yeah. on, when, every time you drink, everybody in the crowd yeah. would be like, ah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Anna Cherenchenko. My friend's brother had the best senior prank. He and his friends brought three chickens to school and numbered them one, two, and four. So the whole day, people were looking for the third chicken. That's very funny. Yeah, we got some. People said they did that with pigs. Same yeah. thing. They would leave one number off, so you just keep looking for it. Yeah, that's very funny. Yeah. Who's got all these pigs out here? We only need three. Yeah, but it's like, it is- where Three the, that you don't mind if they go missing. Where are the mm-hmm. pigs at? Just bringing pigs to school? I, I imagine these are some, like, you know, outside rural. the city. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, some rural areas. Yeah, I don't think it's going to be- <laughs> MLK downtown. Yeah. You know, <laughs> like where they're, I think it's, there's going to be, there's pigs and chickens. People and, got a lot of pigs. Yeah. yeah, yeah we yeah, went yeah. to Cooper, Robertson County, Coopertown. I went there from, my dad taught there and I went there second and fourth grade. And that was out, you know, where like kids would miss school for tobacco season. Oh, yeah. Yeah. They had pigs. They could get pigs. Uh, Jared Taft. I lived in an off campus house my last year of college. And one night, some girls decided to roll our house. To get them back, my roommates and I gathered up bags of leaves from our neighborhood, snuck into the dorm rooms, emptied them all over their bedrooms. We felt like that was the an appropriate response. However, the unintended consequence of this was that there were crickets inside <laughs> the bags of leaves that hid in their rooms. The girls had sleepless nights for weeks due to the crickets chirping at night, and it nearly ruined our relationship with all of them. Mm. Oh, man, worth it. You don't think about that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think I bet they didn't roll the house anymore, though, huh? <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, it's that's like true. they learned know. their lesson. Yeah, sure. lesson. Yeah, it's like yeah, 
They needed a good pesticide salesman friend to get rid of mm. those crickets. Mm. You would have got rid of them. Yeah. Yeah. That, yeah, we would have fogged that place up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Their dorm room. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Do you go clean them up after? The foggers? No, the crickets. The crickets. Oh, no, you let them go. That's their job. What, yeah, they're just in up. the. Oh, you sweep them up? Yeah, you let them sweep it up. You oh. Know? I mean, if you find a dead cricket, just go ahead and get rid of it. Yeah. So you, but as a service, you, you don't then come in and. Well, I didn't actually spray, you know, I sold pesticides. Yeah. I wasn't a a, a pesticide man. I, yeah. I you know, I just sold it to people. I yeah. told them what to do with it in their own home. Oh, okay. Okay. <laughs> um, a lot of people think that, that I was a pesticide sp- sprayer. Mm-hmm. Uh, what do you call that? I wonder that? why. Um, uh, an exterminator. exterminator. Yeah, yeah, I was a salesman. You know, I was. You know, I had my shirt tucked in. But you, yeah. you understand why they made that leap. You know. Yeah, I mean, I, <laughs> yeah, I get it. Could you have done it? I could. Yeah, I could do it. Yeah. I, I had a buddy that was an exterminator, and you had to go under the house a lot. I don't really like that. I'm not into crawling under the house. <laughs> he would come to my house, and he had to. He was supposed to go do a job, and he would just come to my house and hang out. And then he needed to get rid of all the chemicals so it looked like he did the job. So he would just <laughs> let it go in my yard. <laughs> I mean, who knows what happened to yeah. that yard. But why would he tell the people at the house? I don't think he cared, really. I think he would just tell his boss he did the job. and But they, wouldn't they care? I mean, it went out of business, that company. Yeah. Yeah. He didn't work for Terminax. Yeah, right. So Seems like they would know he didn't come to their house. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I, I didn't ever got behind his logic too much. I just know he would go, I need to get rid of some of these chemicals. Yeah. Yeah, yeah was, you could have done that for sure. Yeah, yeah. I was just renting. So I was like, yeah, dump it out, man. Spray the house. <laughs> I mean, I lived in a trailer with no insects. I'll tell you that. Yeah. Y'all sprayed it a lot. Yeah, it was a, it was crisp. Yeah. And it was not that clean. Well, you are under direct fire. Yeah, yeah. burning tires. Yeah, your house is in the woods. Yeah. Yeah. Uh <coughs> Rachel McCartney, as someone who has worked for men, Men's Warehouse for many years, we are a part of lots of practical jokes that groomsmen like to play. My favorite was when five grown men paid hundreds of extra dollars to rent outrageously wrong wedding tuxedos just so they could prank the bride at the rehearsal dinner. It's usually fun, and I'm totally here for it. That's funny. Oh, the bride just has a meltdown. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Big money pranks. Yeah. <laughs> Christina Marshall, my husband was close with friends with his um, my husband was close friends with his RA. So the last year they lived together in the dorm, he ordered 1200 ladybugs off of Amazon and then dumped them in the RA's room under one of the beds. After a while the ladybugs began to spread out all over the place. My husband looked on with delight while pretending that his RA was exaggerating the situation. You can buy ladybugs? This surprised me too, but yeah, you type in ladybugs on Amazon. There are a lot of options here. I also see that you could rent, you could buy the Rodney Dangerfield classic yeah. ladybugs. <laughs> if fifteen hundred live ladybugs for five dollars, <laughs> and they deliver it, and they deliver, and that's it. got a thousand rating. It's got a like the reviews are a thousand. Yeah, you can order. Any, I ordered some dormant bees one time. Why? Well, you, you know, like you know, they pollinate. You know, they pollinate your flowers and vegetables and stuff like that. And so you just shook them out of a bag well, and let them go in your yard? You keep them in the fridge, and they stay dormant in there, and then you and you set them out, and they start to come alive and just You pollinate. just set them out on a flower? Yeah, you just set out, yeah, kind of set the 
package, yeah. whatever they came in, just set them out. And they just, as it starts to warm up, they come out and then you get your little pollinator boxes and then they start to, you know, put bees in there for next year, whatever they do. And does you have a lot of bees? <laughs> I didn't, I don't know how well it worked. Yeah. <laughs> I might've kept them in the fridge too long, but some did come alive. I saw them come alive. This guy said 80% arrived dead. This one says about 50 to 70% were alive, and he gave him five stars. Yeah. Or she did. It's Michelle. So that's pretty good. I mean, you buy 1,500, you get, you know. What does it do? 800 that are alive. Yeah, I don't know why you would do ladybugs. I feel like they just eat your plants up. This uh, Julie Keller, who said 80% arrived dead, said purchase these to get rid of uh, spider mites. Okay. Apparently ladybugs will just wipe them out. <coughs> I had no idea they served any purpose. Mm. Except for good luck. Are they good luck? They a say if a ladybug lands on you, it's good luck. Oh, I've never heard that. Yeah. That's what they it's like. How uh, 80% die before they get there. Yeah, that's how why she you, only gave it three stars. Still, three stars is great for, yeah. you know, yeah. basically she's being like, she got, what is. She gave an update. A few days later, most of the bugs that were alive are now dead and clogging my pool filter. <laughs> Yeah. And I still have a ton of spider mites. Right. And I still have a ton of spider mites. So the the purchase was not worth the money or time. Still three stars. That's an honest review, though. Yeah. Like, yeah. that's like that's the review that you want, where it's like, she still gave three stars being like, look, I get some should be dead. I thought a little more should be alive than it was. Turns out I made the mistake. Uh, I mean, 80, was, yeah. 80. They were all dead when they arrived. It was worth the money had they been alive. <laughs> What's it cost? Five dollars. Oh, okay, all right. But shipping was ten, I think. Oh, uh, okay. Five dollars for even dead bugs is not a bad deal. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's even better. <laughs> like feed the spiders or something at least. Yeah, five dollars and ten dollar, ten dollar delivery. You can buy fifty four dollars for nine thousand. Yeah, nine thousand. I'm about to order some ladybugs. <laughs> I didn't know you could get them for five bucks. They are general predators that feed on a variety of slow-moving insects, including aphids, moth eggs, mites, scales. I've never heard oh, of any yeah. of these. Mealy bugs. These sound made up. Live ladybugs are good bugs, great for kids, birthday parties, and school projects. What kind of birthday party <laughs> bringing out the ladybugs? 80% of them are dead. You yeah. just throw them on the table. And the other 20% will be dead if you bring them out at a kid's birthday yeah. party. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's crazy. Learn something every day. Yep. Tyler Baker. Aaron, I can totally sympathize with the ferocity of parking garages asking for a tip. As a native Houston Houstonian, I'm familiar with this faux paw. That's right, right? Mm -hmm. Fox paw. Uh, Hakeem Lajuan owns a large majority of our downtown parking oh. garages. Wow. So please don't blame our wonderful city. Blame one of the city's biggest icons. <laughs> And it's greatest basketball player of all time. Thanks, and keep the good times going. He is one of the greatest. He definitely. Um, he, he owns a large majority of the, and they asked for tipping. I don't know if it was his company, yeah. but it was in Houston where this happened. That's so crazy. Uh, Pierre Lizit, Lizit, or Lizit. SpaceX has two kinds of rockets. The one Nate saw was a Falcon Nine. It takes off from Florida, but in the booster what you guys call rocket, lands far off land on a ship in the Atlantic Ocean. So Nate couldn't have seen it, even if he had wait, it waited nine for nine minutes. 
The other rocket SpaceX has is the Falcon he- Falcon Heavy, and these boosters come back down at Cape Canaveral where it launched from, but they only use it once every mm. few years. That makes me so happy. Oh yeah, because it was yeah that makes me very happy. That feels because like I what- was like, how did I not? How did we not see it? Yeah. It feels like what you would say if it doesn't land where it's supposed to. You go, ah, this is the other model. Yeah. It lands like in the that. middle of the Atlantic Ocean. Yeah. I like that thinking. Lands on a ship. Yeah. yeah. I wonder why. Ship with no cameras on it. You're like, oh, no, this was the Falcon 9. <laughs> like, oh. It lands in the ocean on yeah. a ship. <laughs> I wonder if you, like, say, what if you just go to Elon when you go, but why don't we just do it where they, I mean, if you have the other one, like, why are we. Right. You know, you're either going to go to the ship or you're going to bring it back here. Why are we doing two? And he's like, hey. He's like, let me put a chip in your brain and I'll tell you. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Eric Phillips, just wanted to clear some things up about the discussion about SpaceX rocket launch. Uh, here we go. <laughs> the Falcon 9 rocket, when launched in Florida, will land on a barge in the ocean. On the West Coast, though, they can land the rocket back on the launch pad. The difference is due to the rotation of the Earth. Quotation marks. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> also, these rockets have stages. So only the first stage lands back and another rocket fires up and continues to push the payload further into space. Hmm. Feels like that con- contradicts a little bit, doesn't it? What the first guy said? No, he's saying on the West Coast they have. Doesn't rotate over there. You hmm. got to be honest with you. I don't know who I'm going to believe, Pierre Lizette or Eric Phillips. <laughs> Pierre sounds like a guy that built the rockets. Yeah. Uh-huh. You know, you're like, well, that guy's a scientist, and Eric shows up, and you're mm-hmm. like, dead coming, Eric. <laughs> you do this every time. Uh, Maybe he owns the battery. Maybe he's a family of the Phillips. Norelco. That's true. Uh, oh, or the screwdriver. big money. Yeah. Yeah. Phillips screwdriver. Yeah. Yeah. So he could have his hands into it. Yeah. That's true. Uh, Grady. <laughs> Anytime Brian goes five minutes without saying a word, you know he has an, an advertisement in the chamber. Oh, yeah. And the satisfaction that briefly goes across his face when he gets that perfect opportunity to plug it into any conversation is in itself comedy gold. Well, I don't do it just for that. I do it because I want people to know about Athletic Greens. Well, I want them to know, too, because our next partner is Athletic Greens. Whoa, and I that. think all of us are trying to take our AG1 by Athletic Greens every day. We we all gave AG one a try because we wanted to uh, we wanted increased energy, immune system support for our busy lifestyles, and boy are we busy. In fact, in Denver, people said they saw all except for Brian. They said, "I can't wait for Brian to come here." All so right. you got to get out there. So that's more encouragement. Why we all take AG one in the morning before starting the day, and it makes us feel like we're doing something good to cover all our nutritional bases. It's much easier to mix one scoop of powder and water once a day than to take a bunch of different things. It is the healthiest things you can do in under a minute and costs less than three dollars a day. Mm. That's cheap. Since we travel so often, we also get the single-serving travel packs, so we never have to miss a day when we're on the road. You get a free monthly delivery to make it even easier. I mean, if it were any easier, you just inject it right into your veins here. <laughs> Every scoop has 17, oh, not 17, that's a misread, 75 oh, vitamins, more. minerals, and whole food-sourced ingredients of the highest quality that have major benefits like gut and mood support, boosted energy, and even healthier-looking skin, hair, and nails. Look at this hair. Mm-hmm. Look at this gut. I just told you it's fixed. Mm-hmm. AG1 has been part of millions of mornings since 2010. 
If you are looking for an easier way to take supplements, Athletic Greens has given you a free one-year supply of vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. Go to athleticgreens.com slash Nate. That's athleticgreens.com slash Nate. Check it out. Uh, so this week's I asked uh, Amelia, our intern, uh, when I saw her, uh, if she knew what we were talking about, but I think she's on next next week's. Yeah, that's or something. Yeah, usually she would know and you yeah, wouldn't. Yeah. But this week, um, I told her just to take a week off because we had a couple in the chamber. Uh, yeah. We're talking about recycling. Ooh, getting to the bottom yeah. of that. Yeah. And the Bible. <laughs> uh, oh, both together? I thought I, you know, last year we yeah. did Eastern taxes. Yeah. Two things that Dusty doesn't believe in. But uh, this year we're going to do, uh, you know, it's Earth's Earth Day uh-huh. this month and it's Easter this, this week. This year, yeah. only one thing I don't believe in. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, you don't, I know you don't celebrate Easter, but you celebrate Passover. Yeah. So I guess my question is do your neighbors complain when you kill a lamb in the front yard <laughs> and paint its blood on the doorpost? Well, you do something like that, people don't. Really ask a lot of questions. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> They're like, keep the bunnies away from that guy. Yeah. No, I don't do it like that. Yeah. You don't do Easter though. No, I don't do Easter. I do Passover. Yeah. I just you so know. So what do you do? You you eat a Passover meal? Yeah, I just do a very simple thing. I just read like um, you know Exodus where they talk about Passover, and then I where where Jesus has the Last Supper and and you know talks about. I mean, a lot of people they don't know for sure, but they speculate that the Last Supper was a Passover meal. Mm-hmm. So you just eat lamb, bitter herbs. Uh, I do grape juice, not wine, and then unleavened bread, and I just read that stuff, and then we eat that, and that's really about it. Uh, let me tell you something about leavened. That's what makes bread good. Yeah, that is true. Yeah, I don't know what leaven is, but unleavened bread is not good. That's true. But they have the matzah crackers, and that's what – so then after Passover, you have the Feast of Unleavened Bread. So for a week, you don't eat any bread with leaven in it. You just eat the unleavened bread, and uh, and they're good. I mean, the matzah crackers, you do some cheese, you do some peanut butter, and, uh, uh, you know – you know, I don't know how to make this, but this I, the matzo crackers that I buy are just like it's almost like saltines, but a big square. Yeah, are the uh, where do you get unleavened bread from? Well, you get them any grocery store as yeah. the matzo crackers. Yeah, it's more like this one with the uh, this one. Yeah, okay. That looks nice, like pizza crust. And you eat it yeah. all week. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, no bread. So you're on it right now. No, no, oh, it's uh, the Wednesday. Well, it'll yeah. be today, yeah. tonight, when the yeah. podcast comes out. Yeah. 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 Uh, that's cool. And until when? Uh, a week after. So oh, for a whole week. For one week, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You feel different? I, I like it. I mean, I've been doing it for years. I mean, people, I mean, none of my family does it, you know. I mean, not my immediate family. My wife does it with me. But I yeah. mean, like, you know. So, you know, most people think I'm crazy for doing it. But I like mm-hmm. it. I think it's fun. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. It's good. Do you think it plays a role in why your stomach's upside down? Uh, I don't. I don't <laughs> think so. Um, but you know, I used to do it even like in when I was on the road. I do. I've done it in hotel rooms. I did it at the a condo at the Grove one time. That cabin in the woods. Oh, yeah. yeah. Me and Dan Whitehurst. Really? He was like, "I'll do it. I don't know what we're doing here, but I'll do it." Yeah. I'll go along. Yeah. Yeah. That's good. Well, the Bible was the first book ever printed. We're starting with the Bible. Was that all right? Yeah. 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 We'll do that, and then we'll get into some little recycling, a okay. little fun there at the end. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, the printing press, the Gutenberg printing press, oh, is yeah. one of the greatest inventions, I guess, of all time. 
the, the Bible was the first thing printed. So that allowed everyone, the masses, to be able to read the Bible and not just the Pope or the people that Aaron chose to to read it. Right, right, right. The people that know what it is. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> you mean Aaron here or Aaron from the Bible? Well, I was talking Moses about- Moses' brother. Well, maybe I was named after him. I dude. bet you were. Mm. Um, the, the, <laughs> the King James Version is the most popular one. That's my favorite one. <laughs> and why is that? I don't know. I like it. I feel like there's more fun stuff in there. Right. In the King James, they talk about dragons and giants and, and you know, and some of the other versions, they really, you know, they eliminate a lot of that and really kind of water it down. Well, they just change a word here or there. It's not like they leave out whole verses or some chapters. Of them do. Some of them do. Well, I, okay. <laughs> Um, I mean, some of them do, like NIV, you can read some, and I don't have the specifics. Yeah, but NIV, can, we got three more books. Yeah, you can read, um, and it'll be like, you'll go like verse 18 and then verse 20, and then 19 will be gone altogether. Oh, okay. Yeah, NIV's got some got some wild stuff going on. So, the, so the Bible's got some artifacts that are, you know, some people think are still out there. In Raiders of the Lost Ark, he was looking for the Ark of the Covenant, mm-hmm. and... In the Bible, it said when the when the Israelites had the Ark of the Covenant, they'd go into battle with it, and they could wipe out anybody that they encountered. If someone touched it, which someone accidentally did because it was uh, just to stable it, they died on the spot. And in Raiders of the Lost Ark, <laughs> when the Nazis got yeah. a hold of it, it wiped them all out. Indiana Jones is okay because he shut his eyes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So now the de- so there is real debate about where is the Ark of the Covenant, and there's a church in Ethiopia who claims to have it. Ooh. Mm. And they won't let anyone see it. Um, there's one monk that guards it year-round. He's the only person who can see it, and he dedicates his life to guarding this Ark of the Covenant. When he dies, someone replaces him. But supposedly it's at a church in Ethiopia. Wow. How did it end up there? I don't know. Over years of years, years of it being stolen and passed down and things like that. This uh, is the guy, huh? Yeah, they say Ethiopia has, their Bible has the book of Enoch in there too. The Ethiopian Bible has that. So they did, so the, like you can go look at it or look at the building. Uh, You can't look at, yeah, I think you may just look at the building. I mean, a lot of people obviously question whether there's anything in there, much less the actual Ark of the Covenant when no one's allowed in it to see it. Yeah, but I so the I bet they're like you know you're like well just prove it's there you're like well if I prove it's here then you're gonna just come take it take it away from like us you're, yeah right. like a, a military an army's gonna mm-hmm. yeah and why would they lie about it is it like a tourist attraction are they charging money to look at the the building that holds it I don't know how many people are flying to Ethiopia <laughs> yeah that's what I mean like yeah. why lie yeah if, if they don't have it. Well, they could, they could also not be lying, just be mistaken. Yes. Oh, I think true. they that's have true. it in there, and it's that's true. not, you know. Yep. It's the Ethiopian Orthodox Church, and uh, it's been there for a while, but one guy guards it. So the other ark, the Noah's Ark, some people think they have uh, know where it is. So in the Bible, it went, stopped at Mount Ararat, which is modern-day Turkey, and there's some explorers who, over the years, have claimed to either gotten close to it or seen it, and then the government comes in and stops them. So there's a guy, uh, Richard Carl Bright. He's a art seeker and ex- explorer. He says there's a multinational government conspiracy to hide the, the truth about the Ark 
And Turkey, Russia, and the U.S. all know where it, where it sits, but they keep people out from getting it. Yeah, like they say, like the Smithsonian will do that. Like it kind of swoops in and will scoop up everything and then take it. Like, and then speaking of Indiana Jones, at the end of that movie, like he, the first one, he donates whatever he finds. I forget. I just watched it, but I already forgot. But whatever he finds in that, he donated to them, and then they put it in a crate, and then you see him store it away in the deep depths of this giant warehouse. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was the Ark of the Covenant. Yeah, okay. And, and yeah, he comes out mad because he's like, they don't know what they have, and they just store it, Yeah, like you said, in some warehouse. Yeah, I mean, I think maybe no one would know what it's, uh, you know. Yeah. It, it's almost like you couldn't. No, that's what they think. It's like buried under that. I think mm. they think that's it. Yeah. Oh, this really? This picture we have pulled up. Yeah, it's like the calcified arc. Mm-hmm. Doesn't look like it to me. Yeah, there's people who claim <clears throat> to have seen it. It's usually snow up on the mountain, but occasionally when the snow goes away, they'll see little bits and pieces of it. They'll have to fly over it. Or they'll have to do satellite images. But oh, like they can't get to it. Yeah, it's very hard <clears throat> to get to. I think. Hmm. <clears throat> What makes it so hard to get to? Uh, I don't know if the Turkish government makes it hard, but I think just the terrain. It's very remote, rural, snow-covered. It'd be like maybe similar to hiking the Himalayas. I mean, you would think they would go figure it out. <laughs> yeah. That's what's crazy. Like, that's yeah. what I don't understand. Like, that's either you, – you just think – so no one's going to go see? Why would you not go see? Right. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. I think they know. I yeah. think people, and they're like, "Oh, it's a mystery." Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Or there isn't. There's nothing there, so yeah. there is nothing to go see. Right. So, or they just let you. Yeah. They they want you to think it's there. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. I mean, really, it's like I I always think about that. Right. They go, "Oh, Matt Ararat, it's modern day Turkey." It's like, but do we really know? I mean, who knows? I mean, someone's told us that that's what it is. Mm-hmm. But do we really know? Maybe it's not. Yeah, maybe it's you know the Smoky Mountains in Gatlinburg for all we know. You know what I mean? That could be Mount Ararat. It could, could be. be. It could be. We be able to uh, now that you're home, you're gonna be able to go to a Easter service. Yeah, this Sunday. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. Sound like my yeah. mom. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It did. Yeah. Very accusatory. Just like yeah. went way right right yeah. into yeah. that. Like yeah. So neat. You're gonna be able to find time yeah. for your family this weekend. Yeah. You're gonna be able to find time for the Lord. Yeah. <laughs> um well there um there's some also some gospels that did not make it in the Bible. There's four gospels, of course, Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. There's the uh Gospel of Thomas. Mm-hmm. Doubting Thomas. Yeah. Yep. Yep. They, He's like, uh, I doubt this will make it in. <laughs> <laughs> they found that in 1945. I uh, never make it in. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they go, Dad, Thomas, you're so down. <laughs> he goes, you'll see. You're yeah, you'll see. Give it some time. Yeah. The Gospel of Mary Magdalene. Yeah. Um, Gospel of Judas. Even yeah. Judas had his own book. Yeah. These are the Gnostic Gospels, right? Yep. Yep. They there didn't fit the canon Creed didn't seem like it fits. I think so it was uh, the Gospel of Judas. They there were depictions of Jesus like electrocuting people. He had like crazy uh, superpowers. Super, superpowers essentially. Yeah. And the Catholic Bible has more books than the Protestant Bible. Right? Yeah, yeah. Maccabees one and two, and then the Book of Wisdom. Oh. I think he'd I've leave that one of, in. Huh? I've read a little bit of Maccabees. Mm, yeah, yeah. Just exploring a little bit. Yeah, I got a little. I got a book with a bunch of those. Enoch and uh, Joshua. 
thought it was seven no, books. I don't lump Maccabees in with those. Yeah. Those, you know. Yeah, I do. Right. Just cover all your bases. Yeah. 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 <laughs> see what everybody's Just talking about. Read them all. Yeah. yeah. The Book of Wisdom, would that be Solomon? That would be a book he wrote? I don't know. Okay. <laughs> not real familiar, huh? No. <laughs> yeah. It's not one of the more popular ones, yeah. but, you know, it's in there. It's a B-side for book sure. Book of Wisdom. I'll get to it. I'm smart enough. Yeah. You might ask about recycling. Was there recycling in the Bible? Well, kind of. Um, uh, there was a garbage pit called Gehenna. And in Jesus' time, he even referenced it. And it was outside Jerusalem, and people took all their trash, and they burned it. And they kept the fire going around the clock to keep people's – they would take dead animals, dispose of bodies and that didn't have tombs and things like that, and they would burn it in these garbage pits. It was kind of referenced in comparison to hell. But uh, So even in Jesus' time, they had some type of trash system, so to speak. I'm segueing now into – yeah. Into uh, recycling. He's getting right that into it. That was pretty it. good. Yeah, we're <laughs> yeah. Just, yeah. So the Bible's done. Well, I mean, I <laughs> yeah. didn't feel like there was a lot of momentum here going yeah. here. So no, gotta, no, no. I've yeah. got multiple pages, but yeah, but, I hear you. But I didn't feel like there was a lot of momentum here. There's a lot of phrases. I'm going to go back to the Bible now. <laughs> yeah, let's go back yeah. and forth. I'm into yeah, it. Just, just go back and forth. Around, I'm having yeah. a great time yeah. with it. I mean, there's so many phrases we don't even know. We may take it for granted it's from the Bible. Mm-hmm. Reduce, reuse. Recycle. <laughs> the three R's. I'm trying to bring three it R's. <laughs> I was going to keep trying yeah. to juggle back and forth. Well, that's not right. one. I don't okay. think. Uh, scapegoat. Scapegoat. Oh, yeah. Apple, what does that, what does that mean? Mine. What a scapegoat is? I know what a scapegoat is, but where did the phrase That's from the from? goat of like, uh, they would put all the sins of the of the community on that goat and then push it over a cliff. An actual like goat. Yeah. yeah. Something like that, right? It's from Leviticus. A goat chosen as the scapegoat. Yeah, and uh, I don't know if they push it off a cliff, but they killed it to kind of make it I as like a to sacrifice. Think they threw it off a cliff. Good Samaritan, we've all heard that. That's the most humane mm-hmm. death you yeah. can think of. Uh, yeah. I like to think that. Like, if that goat has all the sins, let's go ahead and throw it off this yeah. cliff. Yeah. Let's yeah. make sure it's dead. Yeah, make yeah. sure. Yeah. <laughs> the Earth. Uh, I mean, someone just runs and goes, "Hold on, hold on, hold on." <laughs> <laughs> all right, go. Yeah. No good. I had one more. I wasn't yeah, telling sorry. you about. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> just throws it. In. Hold on, two seconds. <laughs> oh, I got one more here. Yeah. The Bible even predicted a lot Our of guy things. guy throws that- his own goat. <laughs> <laughs> they push that one goat off, and the guy does his too. And you go, what are you doing? He goes, I, have, I need my own goat for yeah. what I got going on. Yeah. <laughs> I needed a hole. <laughs> you don't even want to know that. That goat's got a yeah, lot, they- <laughs> lot of weight on it. The original goat couldn't handle it. Yeah. Couldn't handle. It's like that doctor where you transfer the... The pain. This, oh, yeah. You need yeah. a whole goat for just this oh, guy. Yeah. Let's get another doctor in here. Zocdoc. So back during biblical times, um, most people thought the earth was flat and that outer space didn't exist. But mm-hmm. Long time ago. The wow. Bible, uh, you know, there's some some verses that make you think they knew ahead of time that the earth was round and mm-hmm. there's, there's space. I'd love to hear I'd them. love to hear those too. Yeah. Uh, in Isaiah, he talks about um, God and he sits enthroned above the circle of the earth. Oh, the circle, huh? Yeah. Well, everybody thought the earth was flat, so why would he call it a circle? Mm-hmm. Well, I don't know. I mean, if I did a circle right here, mm-hmm. what's that? That round? Flat. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> it's flat. <laughs> I mean, that circle is. Yeah, right. right. But what? A, what is a ball? A sphere. Oh, well, maybe that's what he meant. Is sphere? Okay. I don't know if that term had been invented yet. Yeah. at the time, maybe not. 
Dusty was ready for that one. All right. Uh, and then outer space, he spreads out. I'm the- just saying, I just think about these things. I'm not I saying. Know, we're, we're, we're having, I'm not we're saying it's fun. flat. We're having know, a I mean, good time. We are having, having a good time. Good, everybody's having a good, yeah, time. A good time. You're here. doing flat earth stuff. <laughs> I'm just, just, doing, I'm just having, doing a bit here. Yeah, you know what I mean? We're just right. being a good time. Just doing a bit. <laughs> just go outer space. I ain't hurting anybody's feelings. Just doing a bit here. I watched that rocket go up at Elon Musk, and it took a hard right. I'm just saying. I'm just having. I know it's in time. space. It's in there. It's Why out. did it go right? It just go straight up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Back to your circle. <laughs> We're just having fun. This and, is great. I love this. And yeah. then uh, for outer space, there's a verse where he says, he spreads out the northern skies over empty space. He suspends the earth over nothing. Mm. Well, that is interesting. That yeah. is interesting. Yeah. Oh. So that could be. Is space nothing, though? Would we say it's nothing? Well, it's, just, it's not held on something, so there's not. Or maybe there's like was, a mountain, or maybe they're sitting like, on top of. Just in the it says in the beginning, you know, God created the heavens and the earth, so He just kind of created it out of nothing. So it's not really sitting on anything. Ex nihilo. What's what? that? I don't know. This, this is this is how a uh, this is how a Catholic contributes to biblical discussions. Just throws out a Latin phrase they know every now and then. Ex nihilo, out of nothing. Yeah. Out of nothing. Oh wow. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So the Bible's been. Uh, Used in court since the beginning of courts, 13th century English court made people swear on a Bible. And uh, in the U.S., we say, so help me God. When you, uh, But in, in uh, England, they say, by almighty God. But if you, some religions, Christian religions, don't believe in swearing. So you can say, I affirm instead of I swear. Oh, mm-hmm. interesting. Or if you're atheist, you don't My have to My grandma dwell. used to say that. You should never swear. Mm-hmm. Like, she didn't mean cuss. She mm-hmm. meant, like, swear. Don't even say, I swear. Yeah. But it doesn't have to be on the Bible, right? It can be on anything that you want. Mm-hmm. It can be on the papers you're holding right now. Mm-hmm. It doesn't yeah. have to be. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Same with sworn in the oath of office. Most presidents or people sworn in do a Bible, family Bible. But I think there was a Muslim congressman that swore in on a Quran. Right. So you don't have to. But I could do it on Sports Illustrated. You could. Yeah. You could. Sure, they're heading that way. <laughs> <laughs> what about this one, Aaron? The Four Horsemen of Notre Dame? Oh, yeah. That came from the Four Horsemen of the Apocalypse in the Bible. That's right. Do you know them? Because it was the end of the world for every team that played us, dude. Oh. Um, <clears throat> I like that. I don't know what they what, – what, what are they? Four Horsemen of the Apocalypse. I don't, the death and destruction and – Despair. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. But you knew that was from that. I think so. I, th- I know mostly it's kind of transcended the other thing in my eyes. When I hear the four horsemen, I think of the four Notre Dame football players. You don't think about Ric Flair? I don't, no. I think about the four horsemen. Arn Anderson, Ole Anderson. Is that what they were called? The four horsemen, yeah. You were seeing this mm-hmm. iconic image right here, the four football players on the horses? No. Really? That was them. Wow. 1924. It's a big year. And they had to ride horses to games? <laughs> No, I don't. I don't think so. Why they were just they called even, the Four Horsemen, so they did a promotional shoot of them on horses. Mm, promo stuff back then. Yeah, it's all it's all fake. They media day, yeah. media day. So those were the nineteen twenty four. They had media day. You go where are you go put this out on, and just go for the room <laughs> for the room. I'll hold it out. Yeah, yeah. Those are the four star players for Notre Dame, right? Yes. But do you know why they were called the Horsemen? Last four they've had. I think it was just what you call just a group of four that are really good. 
Like the Yankees had Murderer's Row. Okay. And then he had four stars, right? Well, they're the four horsemen. What else would you call four people? Uh, four musketeers. Quadrant. Actually, would have been pretty. Yeah. It would have yeah. pretty funny. The quartet. Yeah, there you go. Barbershop. Yes. Football quartet. Four square. <laughs> yeah. It's a game. All right, now I'm transferring back into the recycling. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> So the very first public waste uh, was actually done. System was in Athens, Greece in 500 BC. They made everyone haul their garbage out at least a mile out of city limits. And by 320 BC, they were telling people, don't dump your garbage on the streets. Um, so even in Jesus' time, they were telling people, pick up your trash. Mm-hmm. Don't be littering, Jesus. When well, when I was in uh, Europe, they had like a canal. The canals were like so bad because everybody would – Dump. I think in Amsterdam, like they would just dump the trash in there, or maybe it was actually Brussels, and it's a road now. They got a, but it used to be a river in Brussels, right in the city, <clears throat> and it got so bad because everybody would just throw their trash in that river just because that's just what you did. Was it the Seine River? S e n n e. I think so. Yeah. Yeah, it became a dumping ground for industrial waste during the second half of the nineteenth century. Yeah. yeah. Sure. I hear there's a sure. trash yeah. strike in France right now in Paris. Yeah. And it's really like piling up. Mm. The average person creates almost five pounds of trash per day. Wow. I believe that. Five pounds. But I'm using this. This. What have I done today? I've just done this and this. Does that I include body waste, too? <laughs> I don't know. I'm, okay. I don't think so. It's like sometimes when I'm when I'm on the road, I'll go to the grocery store like for the weekend and just eat in my hotel, and it is amazing how much trash. That is true. I mean, you get the bags, the packages, the mm-hmm. I, I don't know if you're eating fruit and, and you got all these rinds and peelings <laughs> and it is. Well, that's all biodegradable. That's fine, right? It is. If, bury well, that in at apartment. home, I yeah. compost it. You know, I just put it in a in a bin, and it just breaks down over time. But in a hotel, you throw it in a bag. And you don't it, take your trash home with you and do it. There. I don't. I would like to sometimes. I'm like, I got all these eggshells, but uh, that, but you know, it just you put it in a plastic bag, and then it never breaks down. I don't feel like you can get pulled over having a bunch of fruit trash <laughs> in the back of your car. Yeah, yeah. I don't think that's going to go good. I have when I used to drive. I I have kept. Uh, stuff like that, and I would just drive it home with me. Yeah, yeah, but it would look weird. You're right. Yeah. What you got all this fruit for? Oh, I, I like a compost. Yeah. It doesn't – I'd tell him that I'm powering my car with it. Oh, uh, that's good. Yeah. yeah. I'm Doc Brown. <laughs> <laughs> the big recycling push thing now is single-use plastic bags. So yeah. it takes them a 1,000 years to decompose, they say, uh, a, one single bag. Mm-hmm. And some states have already, eight states have already completely banned uh, single-use plastic bags. And then some companies are starting to do it. Like Walmart in three states have d- done it. Then you got So then you got to start using reusable bags that you can buy for 10 cents or 75 cents or whatever like that. But now they're starting to pile up because a lot of people have it delivered to their home. And then they got all these bags to their homes. So now they've got a hundred and something bags yeah. stuck in their house. So they got a new problem. A new so, problem yeah. that they're getting to make a little money off of, though. Well, a little bit. Yeah, I mean, what are they going to do with those? You got to recycle those? Yeah, eventually. Yeah. 
I mean, they're reusable. It's still a good thing, but it's but now people got new bag problems piling up. Yeah, I don't even know what recycling. Where? What are you gonna do with it? Yeah, you can take them to the grocery store, and they have bins outside where you can put those plastic bags back in. But that's what I always think. What are you doing with them? Yeah. Well, they're reusing them, right? But like, how? Like, how are you recycling those? Yeah, all this relies on. Uh, there's not like a, you know, some authority that you're like, well, I trust that. It all relies on people that are getting paid minimum wage, and you're just going like, no, we put it in there. I think every you just it seems like recycling is all just like, well, I don't want to talk about it too much, mm-hmm. but put a tube there that goes there, done, and then they walk away. Yeah. And you're like, well, I'm the guy that cleans that tube. Like, what do you want him to – is he a doctor? Like, it feels like you'd have to be, like, a scientist. Oh, yeah. Like, to, you know, for the recycling. Like, someone's going to have to be super smart. At some point, that bag has got to get to someone extremely smart. Yeah. We used to just burn it. I mean, styrofoam just disappears like that. Yeah. I mean, it is gone. I mean, I'm like, that <laughs> seems like the way. Tires, not so much, but tires are tough to to burn. But plastic and 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 styrofoam. But you know that matter's not gone. It's just different. No matters created or matters never gone. But it doesn't it matter to him anymore. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 It's, not my, yeah it's, it's not gone my for matter. you. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it's gone. Like I put one time, I was trying to put. I couldn't get the had a safety gas can, and I couldn't get that. Couldn't figure out how to get the gas out of it. So I. Um, I, I I thought I'd put it in a styrofoam cup and then pour it into the lawnmower. I poured gas in it. It just ate the cup up. Yeah. The gas yeah. just ate the styrofoam. Whoa. Uh, I tried that in college. I ran a gas one time, had a styrofoam cup, <laughs> put it in there. It did not work. I just saw it wilt away Yeah, in my hands. But like it does, it's got to get, where's it going to go? I feel like what's, it's got to go, it's got to get to a facility that's got some real yeah, someone that went to school for this. Yeah, recycling plant where yeah. there's engineers and such. Now, Greenpeace did a study last year that showed only about 5% of plastic actually gets recycled. Um, 5% total or 5% that's given to recycling? Just 5% of total plastic? No, I think given to recycling, only 5% actually gets recycled. Whoa. They said there's seven types, different types of plastic and if you look on a plastic bottle, most of them have that little symbol, which I think you said earlier, recycle, reuse. Reduce, reuse, recycle, yeah. It's like a little triangle. I don't know if you guys know what I'm talking yes. about. Usually there's a number in that recycling symbol. It's one through seven. Okay. And if it's a one or a two, they said it usually can be recycled. Three through seven, it usually doesn't. Meaning like... Like plastic bottles, I think, are a one or a two. Maybe that'll say what it is. Um, two's a milk milk bottle or laundry detergent. So it can't be recycled. The one and two usually can be recycled. Okay. Yeah, one and two, it says usually clear plastic used to bottle beverages, salad dressing, cleaning sprays. It's one of the most easiest plastics to recycle. Two, stiff plastic bottles, milk bottles, laundry detergent containers. And then three to seven is just like, good luck, dude. We cannot recycle this. Grocery store bags, dry cleaner bags, plastic bottle caps. So they can't recycle plastic grocery store bags? It said this is almost never, I mean, I think it's difficult. I, I mean, think they're at, working on it. I, I think mean, they're at trying. the Publix, they have a little container where you can go put your plastic bags in. Yeah. And that's what I always do. 
after mm-hmm. it fills up so much under my sink that you can't possibly get another thing under there. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, Laura tries to bring those bags with her. Like, she does that, you know. But, I mean, I never remember to bring a bag. No. I think she leaves it in the car. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, people are doing the thing where they order now a lot. You can order your groceries. And then, right. so if they do that, then it's like. And they, a lot of, uh, my, I, we ordered groceries today. It came in paper bags. Mm-hmm. I'm okay with paper bags. I'm like, just give me the paper. I'm okay with it. We give used me to, some good handles, though. You know what I mean? Yeah. Paper bags, we turn them into book covers for all the kids oh, at yeah. school. Remember those? The I think we did newspapers. Paper, oh, yeah. Like that. Newspapers. I don't mm-hmm. know. Maybe I'm wrong, though. What know. school did you, who'd you do this for? <laughs> What do you mean? That's how all the kids have got our book covers, you know? You could have the, Oh, you as a kid. As a kid. Yeah, yeah. I, you didn't, admit, oh. I didn't provide this for kids recently. I thought recently. you were doing it for kids. No. Like, y'all school like, was like, you know what? We got a school right down the street from us. They don't have book covers. Yeah. Just cut the pages. So <laughs> we go and take our trash, and then we make it their book cover. Yeah, we drop yeah. our trash off at the local we, school. We let them handle it. We go, oh, you're welcome. <laughs> yeah, here's some book covers. <laughs> yeah. Looks like trash now, but you can you can work. Yeah, yeah. I think I remember making uh, book covers out of that, and you could draw on it then and do whatever yeah. you yeah, want. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You could really have fun with them. Do you ever hear someone say, "Try it free for thirty days" when you do a subscription to something? Oh, yeah. And then you think, "Oh, I'll do it," and then I'll cancel. But then you never do. That's why you need Rocket Money. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's pretty good. <laughs> it's Rocket Money is personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions, monitors your spending, and helps you lower your bills all in one place. Over eighty percent of people have subscriptions they forgot about, and chances are you're one of them. Like that Stars app. You just chose to watch one show. Oh, they're mm. really picking on stars here. But <laughs> yeah, that's a good example. Uh, or that free gaming trial you never actually used. Rocket Money will quickly and easily find your subscription for you. Then any you don't want to pay anymore, just hit cancel, and Rocket Money will cancel for you. It's that easy. Stop throwing your money away. Cancel unwanted subscriptions and manage your expenses the easy way by going to rocketmoney.com slash Nate. That's rocketmoney.com slash Nate. Rocketmoney.com slash Nate. I watched uh I was watching John Wick. Just wanted to go through <laughs> something. You know, this weekend was a lot. It was yeah. like doing a lot of big shows. So you're like, uh, I, I don't want to get into like a new mood. I don't right. I, you know. Let's just zone out. Zone out. And so I had Peacock. So we had the Peacock app because Laura's watching Yellowstone, mm-hmm. I think. I think that's on Peacock. And uh mm-hmm. so we got it for Oh Paramount, yeah. No, I think it's on Peacock. I think she can watch it on. I think it's okay. on Peacock. Okay. Uh, but so we got it uh, for that reason, and uh, so I was like looking at it. Like I'm not watching Yellowstone. I'm not a big uh, uh, Western guy, and uh, so I watched John Wick, and it was like, oh, they have all three of them on there, and I was like, oh, look at that. Like I'll download them, watch it, and I mean, we I'm paid for the thing with no ads. It all has ads. Wow. Yeah. I don't know, like, you're like, why do you, but like, I'm paying for the thing that has no ads. Did you pay for reduced ads or was it no, 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 no ads? I paid for no ads. They're killing us with ads. YouTube yeah. is full of ads. Uh, even iTunes, like the people will do an ad that I know is on the podcast, but then mm-hmm. it'll be like an extra ad that yeah. iTunes has just put on it. Yeah. Well, you hear due to streaming rights, a small amount of programming will still contain ads. 
Yeah, it's like they're a little fine print here yeah. at the bottom. I'm yeah, at the yeah. gas station getting an ad. I mean, everywhere you go, there's an yeah. ad. I've yeah, tried yeah. your thing, hitting different buttons to stop the ads. Sometimes it works. Sometimes it I doesn't. pay for YouTube, no ads. It's great. Yeah, me too. I, I mean, we're saying this. Too. We just read an ad, so I'm not trying to. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but like ours, love is, ads. yeah, love we love ads. ads. <laughs> ours is uh, yeah. the podcast is free, and so <laughs> that's right. That's the difference. And when the you difference have, is, and when you have funny people reading the ads, the ads are funny. Yeah, fun. Yeah. Yes, you're supporting this, supporting all of us, supporting the the and the these world. great segways. Segways are fun, yeah. so it's like yeah, I, not making, trying to make fun of ads. It's but it's the idea that you're like, well, I'm paying for no ads, and then you put the main movie that you know everybody is going to go watch because the new John Wick is out, so everybody's probably about to go watch one, two, and three again, mm-hmm. and then you put ads in, it and you're like. And then it'll be like on a lot of those streaming networks, it'll be the same ad every time. Like oh, you're watching dude. a movie and they keep it. That's like, give me a new one at least. Whopper, Let me whopper, whopper, whopper. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Mm. Well, and sometimes for kids like Miss Rachel or Coco Melon or whatever, they'll put up a, an advertisement for a show that's kind of scary for oh, yeah. a kid that'll be oh. watching Coco Melon. Yeah, yeah right. some ads are getting. They're very inappropriate. Yeah. Where I was watching some with Harper the other day, and you're just like, yeah, this is like a kid's. Yeah. You're like, this is, this is, yeah, during a commercial. Uh-huh. You're like, what are we doing? You know? That it's, it's, yeah, that stuff's crazy. We pick our ads according to what I'd like. There's a lot of ads I wouldn't do because mm. of, you know, whatever reason. Mm hmm. Uh, I tried to advertise on here our website. Nate said no. I want to represent that. Yeah, <laughs> it's got a certain set of standards. Yeah, uh, yeah. Your by. website's wild. You got a lot going on. on there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you don't have to pull that up, Aaron. Okay. <laughs> pull it up. Let uh, me see what his website. Brian Bates Comedy. Look at this. That's not a bad website. No, you just redid it recently. Yeah. Right? yeah. You should almost have that about that picture yeah. be that picture up there though. See, that's why I didn't want to bring it up because yeah, you guys are immediately going to pick it apart. Yeah, yeah, but you should that that one's like that that whole image right there should be the top of your thing because that would be a cool, mm. you know. That looks like you know it's like I'm gonna go see a talk at noon. <laughs> yeah, a cash for gold seminar yeah. somewhere. I would tell you it's a good pick. I right? would do. Noon it is a good. It is a good. It is a good pick. But I love. But the pick right below it is awesome. Thank you. Nice action pick. Yeah. And that's a that's a great He's like, picture. What's going what's on? Going and, on? <laughs> and you got the well, it's probably wider too. Fit like on the wide back. Maybe, the, yeah. yeah. But yeah. I do like the white. Uh yeah. do you know here's an interesting question. Sometimes I'll see jokes from my act and I can just tell exactly what moment of a joke mm-hmm. that picture's from. Because mm-hmm. if do you know what what that's from based on that, based on your motion right there? Mm-hmm. Could that be anything? I mean, I could guess. That's He's a- asking the people to get into it. Yeah, <laughs> come on, guys. Yeah. Why aren't you laughing? Yeah, is this thing on or? What? <laughs> uh, but that's a. I mean, you get a little animated, but that's a. That looks like a unique kind yeah. of. Uh, I mean, I could have been faking I mean, it just for the camera. Yeah. Who knows? I, I feel after like after the set. <laughs> I feel like I could almost pick it. I'd have to think about it. Yeah. I could pick where it's at in your act. You're a little harder to do that for. You're like, yeah. Mm. Mm. He's staying in there with his arm behind his back. Yeah. Not, could be his closer. Could be, yeah. <laughs> could be, had a standing ovation right there. <laughs> I don't know what's happening. Yeah. Uh, right. um, I don't even know how we got from that. 
Dusty, you strike me as the kind of guy who knows the trash person. Well, we know you've gotten a fight with the trash guy, but Uh-oh. even the dump, you probably know the lady who runs. Well, the, you know the what? Dump. I went. I found the dump in Nashville mm-hmm. and uh, took some stuff there. And you know, I went down there and uh, I read reviews. Apparently, there were a lot of reviews for the dump, and I had no idea. People were like even reviewing it, going, "I can't believe I'm." leaving a review for the dump. But they were like, but the lady was just so nice. And I was like, how nice could this lady be, really? Mm-hmm. So I took my stuff down there. I had never been. And she was so helpful. She was so nice. She came out of the she came out of the booth, was showing me where to go, showing me what to do. I was dumping all my things. I was like, and we left. And I was telling my wife, I was like, that was a, an amazing experience. I said, I got more trash. I think I'm going to go back there later today. And she was like, well, I'm not going with you. So I loaded up more stuff and I went back a second time. Same lady, way different experience. She was like, what do you got back there? And I was like, well, I got some trash or whatever. She goes, well, if you had it in a bag, I I, I wouldn't charge you. And then I had to pay her like 10 bucks. She was telling me not to dump my, she was like, the cardboard thing's full. And I had a bunch of cardboard. That's really why I was there. She's like, it's full. And then so I'm like over there by the cardboard thing. I see it's not full. People keep throw, coming and throwing their cardboard in there. I'm like, what's going on around here? Yeah. So I go over to the lady. I'm like, I'm not trying to break the rules here, but mm. I can fit my cardboard in the thing. And she let me do it, but she gave me a lot of attitude. It really changed. I was mm-hmm. going to leave a review, but I decided, <laughs> you know what? At best, it would be three stars. So so people leave reviews about dumps? Yeah. And the this the Nashville... Davidson County dump. There's a lot of reviews. Huh. It's probably the it's about that person. Is it because you came twice? Like I, I mean, that she could have just been like, "All right, dude, like you're doing too much." I, maybe, but I, you know, I mean, you should have saw the they, trash people were bringing there. But if people are bringing trash to a city dump, I would imagine shouldn't that be encouraged? Like, That's isn't what, that the point? Like, you're like, oh, for recycling and for not having trash everywhere, we want you to bring it. Dump. And yeah. then you're like, don't bring it to the dump. She's like, the cardboard thing's full. And I'm like, well, that's why I'm here. Yeah. Residents yeah. are limited to two visits a day. So you yeah. were pushing it. I was you were pushing, pushing it. it. Yeah. yeah. You were pushing it. But it's like, you should have saw the trash people had out there. I mean, I'm, I got cardboard and a little trash. I'm not. I bet they got some. But you just you could have felt like a guy. This guy's gonna come every day, and <laughs> yeah. he's gonna. <laughs> and be, that could be it. Yeah, but I gave. I, I didn't mind giving her the ten bucks. I don't even know. It, it just seemed like that was. She was just like, "Go ahead and give me ten bucks." Yeah. What's the ten bucks for? I guess because I brought some trash, not in a bag. I had it in a cardboard box. Yeah, but what is it? Where does that money go? I don't know. I think because taxes lunch. do taxes pay for the dump. If it's a government program, yeah, that's how it's funded. So, what is the ten dollars for? I think for her lunch. Oh, I would be uh, fine with it, honestly. Yeah. If yeah. It, it went straight to her, <clears throat> yeah, I don't but, think it does. Well, there's an infrastructure in, in, yeah. around it. That's you know? what I mean. I don't think. Yeah, I, I honestly would be like, you know, I mean, not that it'd be a place of tipping, but if she was like, well, it's not in bags, and so you know, just being like, since you didn't want to put it in bags, I'll let you do whatever you want, but you got to give me $10, and I'll yeah. keep my mouth shut or something. Like, then you're like, okay, if it goes to you, I don't mind buying your lunch. I had that yeah. oil. I had peanut oil for two years that I was going to do a Thanksgiving. It's just been sitting in my garage, and there's nowhere. You can't take it anywhere, but they had a place for old oil, and I'm like, well, it's new oil, but <laughs> I'm still going to dump it in there. Mm. Dumped a lot of peanut oil out there. I got rid of a lot of stuff. Like, where is that oil going? The ocean. Yeah, they so? say they're recycling it, but a lot where? Of it goes to the ocean. Yeah. But like, what do you do? You literally pour it into something? Yeah, into like a big vat of oil. And just they, out 
at the dump. Yeah. They bury a lot of it too. They have every they have glass containers, they have cardboard, they have I mean, they have all kinds of stuff. Yeah, I feel like if they if you really got into recycling and you just asked questions, because you'd be like, okay. You ask that lady, you get to the farthest question that she's yeah. going to know. Then you go, all right, you go to the next person. Next, I mean, you, it's just going to get to like someone's like, I don't know what happens. Right. And right. it gets so spread out. That's like, well, we ship it to mm. Atlanta and they mm-hmm. have a facility that takes it to. Right. You know, I think along the way, they call you dumb for asking all these questions. Yeah. You just have to power through that. Yeah, you'd have know. to power through that yeah. and go. Well, we're not called, you know, you can't talk to that guy. You're like, well, I would like to talk to that guy. And that's that way with everything. There's mm-hmm. no answers out here. And in the, um, except you know, in the Bible. Yes. Let's be, well, that's true. That is true. That is true. Transfer back. You know, there's been pictures people share. I've never seen this myself, but there's been pictures people shared where they'll show, um, you know, like a container and it'll have two openings and one will say recycling, one will say, trash and then you lift up and it's all just one it's bag. one big trash no, that's can. Elena's yeah. airport yeah, yeah. I, I, I've said it on here I was trying to do it as a joke too I don't know but I, I go to Elena's airport anybody's listening to this you might be in Elena's airport if you're in Elena's airport go look at their trash where it's separate where it has the three different circles on the top if you look in it's not that it's just a flat one mm-hmm. and it's got the three things and if you look inside of it <laughs> it is all uh, just one bag it's like just a plastic, I guess, goes to the right, and then this goes to the left, but it's in the same bag. And I can't imagine someone's doing it. Uh, I don't even see there's at, unless I'll they look, just I'll look changed for Atlanta them. specifically. But there, it's, yeah, Atlanta's airport is all that. And you look in, you're like, what are you doing? Like, there's, they don't have the separations. They have, uh, it's on the top. It's the ones like by the gates. Yeah. Like, can you walk into the, like, yeah, go back up to the, go back up there to the right like it's like kind of that kind of thing but it's that it's size like this but it's got right all here. three it's like this one but yeah. It, okay. yeah yeah but it, it doesn't look like that but it's exactly that yeah like where it's it like goes just in one the trash same can. and it goes in the same thing yeah i try to find where trash in the airport goes because you've asked that question before i found one article seattle airport talked about where the trash goes it it wasn't still clear where – I mean, not crash, recycling, where it goes. It just it goes somewhere else and then mm-hmm. somewhere else. and Somewhere where you don't have to worry about it. Things like that, But yeah. other people do. Yeah. Yeah. Not much of it gets recycled. That's according to Greenpeace, and they would be the ones that would mm-hmm. – I would think would get to the bottom of some things. It just makes people feel good. That's why I don't mm-hmm. get into it. I mean, I, I would love to be able to be like, all right, I'm, I'm saving these cans. These cans are going to this place, and they're going to turn it into more cans. Amazing. I think uh, cans are, I'm sorry to interrupt, was one of the things that yeah. does get recycled Well, we easily. used to save cans when I was growing up, and you go get money for them. You know, after you get so many cans, you could recycle. You know, you get like 20 bucks for a giant bag of cans, mm-hmm. but it's like, it's something. Yeah. And I'm into that, but I'm just like, I'm not into doing all these things for, for nothing. Yeah, Laura's a big recycler. Like, Laura, yeah. like, she likes it, and- you know, I mean, does all she, she and she? I do it by just because you know you gotta hear it if you don't. And <laughs> yeah, boom, 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 you go all right. Well, I hate littering. I, uh, I hate littering. Good thing, huh? I think it's a good thing to do. No, I know. I'm joking. What I'm just people, saying, as a as a husband, you don't do it. Yeah, you yeah, just do yeah. it because you got a right behind you. And you go, all right, I gotta take the bottle cap off one and put it here and do this. <laughs> and then she'll just come randomly and be like, "We're not doing that anymore." I'm like, "Well, I've been doing it." Like you're supposed to. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a good. It's a good thing, but it's, but it's not a good thing if you don't. Because it's the. There's a point where you can go. 
a lot of good, a lot of little good things mean nothing if it's not a bigger thing. Right. So like, who cares <laughs> if you're like, you get a, you get to feel better, mm-hmm. which is almost, you could be like, well, then there's no, I mean, you're like, so what? Like, you're happy that you do it. And then like, you get to go, you know, I'm saying not you, but like personally, like you get to go like, well, it just makes me feel better. You go, yeah, yeah, but you're, it's going nowhere and there's nowhere for it to go and there's no solution to it and it's getting worse and Shoot it to space. Shoot it to space. <laughs> Burn it. Shoot it to. What if it would just disappear in space? Mm-hmm. I can't just. Dis- Elon Musk can't disappear. He's just sending go up these rockets Saturn. and sending them back. Put it in he there. Saturn's like gas. Like go throw one of these other planets. Yeah. They they shoot just it have, towards Mercury. Yeah. Let it burn up. Yeah. Let's build a giant trash slingshot and get this stuff out of here. Yeah. Slingshot it. Why up? is Elon yeah. Musk not working on the trash rocket? Well, actually, uh, somebody should say that because next episode, we have a comment from someone who's sent us an article about a slingshot that we could send trash to outer space. Oh. Mm. So. <laughs> well, let's do it. Yeah. About time. Get some solutions around here. Yeah. 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 You could go ahead and pull that up if you okay. have it, yeah. since you brought that up. Yeah. yeah. Uh, there is a, it's called a spin. There it is right there. A revolutionary space catapult receives funding for first launches. And it it's huge. It's hard to tell how this works. I can't wait to live near that thing, and it doesn't quite make space. <laughs> <laughs> it comes back down. Yeah, what's it throwing up there? Auxiliary satellites. Yeah. Spin launch, which already has the backing of NASA, so you know it's legit. Yes. Announced its latest funding round this week, bringing the total amount raised to $150 million they've raised. It's the world's first kinetic launch system capable of delivering satellites into orbit in a way that's cheaper and less environmentally damaging that's what I than conventional rockets. Oh, so they're not shooting trash up there. No. Well, no, no. but I'm saying in theory, you, well, if you once you got this in place, let's throw some trash up there. The person who sent us this uh, article – that's what they were suggesting. We've talked about this before, yeah. sending trash in the But space. they would do, uh, like, that's the part where they say it's cheaper and less for the environment. You're like, I don't know, then rockets. You're like, you can't tell me rockets are the problem when we don't know where this trash is going. Mm-hmm. <coughs> like, there's, you said, is there something in the size of Texas? I think it's mostly about the, the cost. Yeah, yeah. No, yeah. I know, but they still yeah. say they the environment. They still mention it, yeah. So that person says environment because then they get to go, and everybody just reads that and goes, ooh, that's mm-hmm. well, that's good. They're going to try to find – these rockets are really bad. And you go, well, there's the size of Texas trash in the ocean. Yeah. So until – the size of Texas, right? And then what we said, that what if we the put great trash that pit that just goes in – Essentially, yeah. yeah. Trash in volcanoes. What about that? Open Fill volcanoes. More. Just, just put the trash in there. Because it's still – First of all, well, you got to logistically. How do you how do you do that? You trash big around line where you volcanoes, just hand it? around volcanoes. So then, when it erupts, burns it all up. <laughs> so that way, if there's an eruption, well, we, there's a silver lining here. Exactly. Yeah. At least that trash is gone. Mm-hmm. Makes it feel ten times more. At least now there's a bunch of toxic fumes all over the place from this burning trash. It yeah. would just cover it right up. I would imagine. I would imagine <laughs> that. Recycling is a, a very profitable business. Yeah. And so then that's why there's not a giant solution. And it, it's, it's going to eventually get to someone that goes, I don't know. 
Just mm-hmm. throw it over there. I, don't, I can't talk about this right now. We have this big project over here. Right. So I'm dealing with that right now. We're trying to get all these people. <laughs> and then it ends up someone gets, Just throw it over there. <laughs> just, we're trying know. to launch. We're trying to figure yeah. out a new way to launch satellites because we got to make up for Elon Musk launching rockets yeah. for no reason. Because rockets are bad for the environment. You're like, that one rocket that I only see in Florida, <coughs> but there's a trash the size of Texas floating in the ocean. And it's like, well, that's fine. It would build a trash island out of trash. Yeah. Well, I'm almost, you know, do we just leave that trash there? That's what and I go say. like, all right, well, if the ocean's that big, no one where no one's near it. I guess that's where the drain's at, and that's why it all gets to there. <laughs> because why would it spins why, around? It, yeah, why it would be funny that there's got there's a point where the trash is just going to it's where the currents meet. It's yeah. where the all the different yeah, that's the drain. Yeah, yeah, like the drain <laughs> in the middle, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah uh, it's the drain. <laughs> and so then the drain goes there, and then everything goes there. So we just go, all right, well, let's just maybe block that area off even. It should be the size of America. Yeah, build it up. Open. Maybe yeah. we can move there, start mm-hmm. doing some farming out there. You know what I mean? Do a little compost on top, starts turning into some soil. All mm-hmm. right, these are all solutions. These are all these are all possibilities. Ideas. Aaron, why don't you tell us a little bit about ExpressVPN? Oh, man, you didn't even try with that one. Huh? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, I did not. Uh, like, it's towards the end of the show. Let's just get through it. Going online, I use a VPN, you know, because I'm smart. I'm a smart for what? internet user. I use it for everything. I leave it on all the time. For what purpose? Well, I'm trying to, you know, I'm not trying to give my identity out to right. everybody. That's yeah, fine. I need to, I feel like I need to learn how to, is that what I texted you about when I was trying to find the, yeah, yeah. I was trying to watch the championship games in Europe in March Madness, and I found another way, the government way mm-hmm. to do it. Mm-hmm. But because I asked Aaron, and then he was like, do a VPN, but then I was very confused by VPNs. And so I just, didn't do it. Yeah, it's it's awesome. It's every time you connect to an unencrypted network, like I'm sure you're on, if it's a coffee yeah. shop or a hotel, airport, your online data is not secured. Any hacker on the same network can gain access to and steal your personal data, passwords, financial details, you name it. ExpressVPN creates a secure encrypted tunnel between your device and the internet so that hackers can't steal your data. Hackers can make some serious cash selling your stuff on the dark web, but ExpressVPN has made it easier than ever to keep your information safe. Just fire up the app, click one button, and you're protected. You'll forget it's on. It's not something you need to constantly maintain. It's just running in the background. Laptops, phones, tablets, stay secure on the go. Secure your online data data today at expressvpn.com slash Nate Land and get three extra months free. That's expressvpn.com slash Nate Land. Expressvpn.com slash Nate Land. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I like because I was thinking about what's the web thing you use, Brave or something. I use Brave. That's the browser I yeah, use. Yeah, I was yeah. thinking about using that because then you can. You said the accept cookies. You can just always accept. Oh them. yeah, yeah, dude. They don't you can mean just block all that. Well, you can block them or ex- do you hit accept? I thought you did accept. So you have that VPN. No, I mean, yeah, it'll, it'll ask you when you go to a website. So like Yahoo News, I'll just accept. Yeah, and, you know, accept the cookies or whatever because it's going to go away, and I'll just wipe them all, whatever. Yeah. Oh, I thought you accept them because it doesn't matter if you accept them because of the Brave or whatever, or the VPN. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I'll accept it so that it will, I can use this website while I'm on it. Yeah. But then when I 
quit and reopen the app. It could, I'm starting over. Oh, yeah. So you don't have to go delete them. No, you can set it to where you'll just automatically remove. Yeah. Huh. I use an app called Firefox Focus on my phone. That's just, you open it up, and then it's it's almost like a disposable browser. It's like when you close the app, it's just like done. Doesn't yeah. remember anything. Doesn't save anything. It's uh, pretty awesome. Yeah. Yeah, I need that. Yeah, I need to get, I'm going to get ExpressVPN. Mm-hmm. There you go. That's the first step. Mm. So but you mentioned- Are you using this stuff? I don't use any of that. Yeah. I mean, I just, you know, I figure they're going to find what they're going to find out here. Yeah. All right. So uh, say your email. I'm not really doing anything. Say your email and password. You just do a circle, flat circle on the page. Yeah. You're not doing anything sketchy? Yeah, I'm not doing anything sketchy. I'm just, <laughs> yeah. I'm just washing things. Yeah. 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 Just, what, what did you say? Say your uh, say your email and password. Well, I got a lot. Why man. wouldn't you? Well, I wouldn't want someone to steal. Well, there you go. But he's saying like no one's going to target. Why would they go? You're just saying. Well, if nobody's going to target it, go ahead and just say your email and password. Nobody's going to log in and look at but it. But then you're drawing attention to it versus he's saying just yeah, this no one's like is, looking at mine. This whole thing makes me nervous now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm just saying that's what I – mean, what, I was talking to my brother about this. My brother's very into this stuff, and yeah. I said, so I don't care. And he right goes, now. well, just yeah, go tweet your address and your email and your password. Tweet it. And I was like, that's a pretty good point. Never, I wouldn't do that. Yeah. So I care a little bit about privacy. I may download this right after the podcast. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, our, our friend Alex Valuto just moved to Nashville, and he just put out a drive dry, dry bar special. And in the special, he gives out his phone number in the special, his real phone number, just to see how many people are watching to call him. Wow. And that's he hadn't got that many calls, he said. <laughs> so, <laughs> really? Yeah. No, he's gotten some. He's gotten a few. I was at lunch with him the other day, and he was getting calls from random people. Oh, that's yeah. cool. So that's a bold move to make. Mm-hmm. Yeah. For sure. Yeah, I mean, that feels lonely almost. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah. you're like, give me a call. I yeah. got. Well, I haven't seen the joke, but he told you me. You got to hope people call. Yes. That dude, dude perfect. They he, they do something so Harper and them uh, they uh, I like to do perfect guys. They're great. And Harper and them watch all of it. And they told me that uh Cody, who I met, he came to a show. Uh he uh but he had to give his number out. And then uh so it was fun. Like Harper and them were like, you know, it was like texting them. They were nervous about texting them. And then so I texted for my number, but it just went green. I mean, I think his got bombard like mm-hmm. we called it it just went to void like it was just yeah. too many calls yeah and it was like so crazy but it was like a funny yeah you do got a whole like i did a radio and they go caller number 10 to win free tickets and i was thinking 10 <laughs> how about caller number two you yeah. know what i mean because i'm sitting right here yeah <laughs> 10 people did call thankfully but <laughs> it is like, you know, you're like caller number 10 we're live on the radio what if <laughs> yeah. eight people call what if we don't get to 10 <laughs> right yeah what if he goes, he goes, call him 10. You're like, dude, I don't know if you need to go that high. He goes, no, we're going to give them all tickets. You need. Yeah. I think that is win. probably what they do a lot of the times. Yeah. 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 That was not what They go, happening. you could use okay. 10, so 20 people. Yeah, yeah. yeah. They could use, you needed people in that crowd. Yeah. We were, but we sold out. You couldn't see. The, you guys to know. Could you see the phone <laughs> oh. lines? Is that this weekend? I, I had yeah. a corporate gig. Oh. I'm just yeah. looking at yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> I had a corporate I'm working. Well, he was sitting right there. He goes, are you calling number one? They would hang up on him. You're calling number two? And they would hang up on him. Oh, live on the air. Yeah. Okay. So there is no getting yeah. around that. I was yeah. going to say, if there's a producer back there, they could just lie and say, you're calling number 10 when you're really three. Yeah. But, yeah. 
Mm. Was it quick? It was quick. Was there a long wait between six and seven? <laughs> no, no. Thankfully, yeah. it all flowed. But I mean, I was like, oh, man, yeah. 10? I remember doing that, too, uh, where they would they would do that if you're a caller or whatever, and you're like, you're like, well, who's going to even call? But people want free stuff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so people will call. But I remember, I remember, I know what you're talking about. Like, where you're like, it's very nerve-wracking to be like, I don't know, it's going to be so embarrassing if they go, well, turns out number four, we'll just give you tickets. <laughs> yeah. You know, you call number four, but you're the winner because yeah. the lines are empty. <laughs> the lines are, yeah. Matter of fact, if you got some friends, try to bring them along. Yeah. Well, it's like that. I'm having flashbacks to the Wilson County Livestock Association auction when they auctioned off not one, but two of my CDs. <laughs> that is yeah. my favorite story it's of, one of all the best. time. Yeah. I mean, I've sat through the first one, and then they did it again. It is my yeah. favorite yeah, story so. of all time. I want you to tell it to me every day. Yeah. <laughs> Do you remember when you told it? What's uh, what episode or anything or? Um, it was I think comedy. probably during one of the stand up comedy episodes. Yes, I think it was this because yeah, we did two parts two years yeah. ago now, and I think yeah, it yeah. was the second one. I'm trying to say so, yeah. So if people want to go listen if yeah. they haven't heard it, it's when, a it's an unbelievable story. When yeah. you came and told me that story, I I mean I, I wanted you to tell it every time. I cannot. <laughs> yeah, I think I was crying. Yeah, when you were telling it, is. it to me. Yeah, unbelievable. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Good times. Good Just times. because you're so nice and you went and sat in the audience. I would have left. I would have been like, Mom, I'll pick you up in a bit. Yeah. Yeah. My mom would have been like, well, I'll just go ahead and go with you. Yeah. <laughs> well, it was just, there was nowhere to hide. Yeah, I, I mean, yeah. it was just an outdoor picnic pavilion. Yeah. yeah. I had to squeeze in. I'd take a walk. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was hard. All right. Let's end on that. <laughs> All right. Uh, everybody. Well, Again, thank you for all the shows and all the support you show us. Uh, it means the world. We uh, love you as usual. Oh, y'all, uh, where are you going to be? I'm home this or, weekend. Home this weekend. I'm home this weekend. <laughs> this Houston. weekend, I am at Comedy Off Broadway in mm. Lexington, Kentucky. All right. First time headlining Great there. Club. Very <laughs> exciting. Tori yeah. shot Greg Warren special. That's right. Yeah, Thursday, Friday, Saturday. All right. Come on out. That's a great club. I'm home this weekend, too. I may uh, I no, may cool, no private no anything. No, I may pop into a new material Monday or something at Zany's, but uh, I don't know that. But I may. Yeah, y'all slacking off, off yeah. out here, dude. I'm the one out here grinding. You're the only out. one working. You're well, the only I'm, one I'm opening for Kevin Nealon at Zany's. Oh, that's fine. Oh, yeah. but I think that's two tomorrow night. So this podcast that was already, last night. I just want people to know I'm out here working. Out yeah. here living in the past. Dude. I'm doing stuff. Well, I did uh, a corporate gig today. So you okay. did? Yeah, I did today. Yeah, before this podcast. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh wow! At one thirty p.m. Huh? It went pretty good. Yeah, for that kind of time. <laughs> Where was it at? Uh, the Grand Hyatt Hotel in in Nashville oh, downtown. It's a nice hotel. I opened. I said, "It's nice to be here." Usually, they don't let homeless people in here, and it yeah. did not go that well. Uh-huh. It was for a homeless shelter. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the rescue mission. <laughs> yeah. Uh, all right. Yeah, we got Bridgestone coming up. A lot of dates. Uh, all right. Yep, we love you, and listen to you next week. Bye. Nate Land is produced by Nate Land Productions and by me, Nate Bargetsy, and my wife, Laura, on the Audio Boom platform. Recording and editing for the show is done by Genovations Media. Thanks for tuning in. Be sure to catch us next week on the Nate Land Podcast.